0: Albuquerque's macro
1: aggression Eddie Aragon the rock of talk
2: World five on this Monday Afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM. That's right, for your app, if you want to check us out on the computer, that's rockoftalk.com. How about uh, the app for TV, rockoftalk.tv, and don't forget, you can catch us on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and up in Santa Fe at AM 1490 KRSN. Let me know if you can hear us loud and clear, 107.1 in Los Alamos, and we are here on this uh, Easter Monday, and we are through the holy season and glad to be here with you because things seem to be looking up because hey everybody school is back in session that's what it's all about we're actually you know i've been waiting for this day for a long time i don't worry about my children my children uh have been in school um since last september and been hard at it and i hope that you know for those of you who have kids who are in public school hopefully you're enjoying today it's a little bit different for you so welcome to the uh, Working Man's Club, uh, where you didn't take a day off. You worked for a private business out of the state of New Mexico, and uh, you were gainfully employed because you're providing for yourself. Uh, so I know it's uh, something that might be terrible to say for some of you out there, but let me just say this. I know I speak for many of the people who have not taken off a day since this COVID-19 Began. Hey, welcome back to work. Uh, we're happy to have you here, D Dad Muska. Our number one, sir. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm well. I'm well, and I'm
3: uh, here. I apparently across the desk here from a birthday yes. boy.
2: Oh, I was. I, I don't want you to steal my thunder. Oh, though no, I was going right. to bring that in. No, that's, that's totally fine. I almost feel like uh, we should sing Happy Birthday. I sir, think our young Rudy but, Grundy is uh, 23 today. I he is. Yeah. Happy birthday, 24. Rudy. What Thank you, you wait, so much. Anything, He's very kind. Anything special for your birthday, sir?
0: You know what? I had. Enchiladas for lunch. I've been dying for enchiladas
2: all week. Uh, That's the thing. Where did you get enchiladas? Did you make enchiladas? At Modelo. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever had the uh, enchiladas at Modelo, but uh, there you go. Uh, You should have the enchiladas at uh, Monroe. So, okay, so we're back in school. Front page, Albuquerque Journal. Everyone's back in school for for in-person learning. Here's what you need to understand. There's different sort of mental outlooks on this there's one oh we're very scared we don't want to go back to school well it's been during this time and worried about the teachers and their health then there's the other one that's like "Uh, school what is that Uh, I realize that we've been doing distance learning Uh, isn't that good enough it's not and there's going to be about 60% 55 to 60% of all the students are going to return back to school that means the teachers are going to have to go ahead and teach uh, to the kids at home and teach them at school as well. Now, the, my teachers for my children have been doing that for some time. There's not a need, I, you know, and I hate the hyperbolic type of talk and, oh, we have to come up with two lessons plan, uh, lesson plans down. <laughs> One for the people at home. we got to work twice as hard. You know, come on. If we did math like teachers do, think about this. They're always working harder than everybody else. Oh, the teachers yeah. need the raise. Yeah, so oh, the teachers—we've never had it worse. We don't. We have to dip into our own pockets to provide yeah, for these yeah. kids. They always use that, right? Yeah. No other employees in the workplace have to do that. Right.
3: You want to know how hard teachers work? Go to a school
2: parking lot at 3 p.m. Oh, and gone. see how many are still
3: there working overtime. They—they're all long home by then.
2: So the Albuquerque Journal does its best, you know, uh, to go ahead and. Put the soft spin on everything because they don't want to make anybody mad. We want people to buy our newspapers. And we don't want to say anything that's going to be the truth. And why would we want to print anything that's actual reality? Gonzalez admits it's dizzying to think about teaching some students online. Dizzying! Another person, others in person as families were given the choice to remain virtual or return to school. This is directly from, lifted off of the Albuquerque Journal. I think all the teachers are really concerned about, how do I teach in person and online at the same time? Oh, my gosh, multitasking. (laughs) I thought you were trained professionals,
3: right? They always say that we're professionals. You know, you have to treat us like professionals. Isn't multitasking part of
2: being a, a professional? This is the big worry. Oh, it's dizzying. I don't know what to do. Uh, there's a video camera on me, and I've got to teach to two separate groups. I've got to teach to a camera, which is basically like the 13th student in any of these. And she said she has to create at least two lessons plans just to make it work. And I'm like, of course the journal's going to print that, because we have to go ahead and go soft on the teachers who have been unionizing, and they haven't really given a rip about uh, your kids. Uh, so let's be honest. The teachers care about the teachers. That's why they're part of the union. They care about what they're paid. They're going to tell you how hard they work. They're going to tell you about, oh, how there's too many kids in there. Like, you know what? Public education sucks for a reason. And it's mostly because of the teachers and the administrators who are setting up these teachers to say, the parents, they don't want to be there for their kids. Don't you realize without you they wouldn't... so they build them up. They continue to build them up. And Now I have I had the good fortune of being in parochial school for most of the time. I did attend Marie Hughes for my fifth grade year. Uh, Joe Diaz's wife was my uh, one of my teachers at Mr. Valdez, and then she put me in. That was the only time I've ever been suspended, by the way, in school suspension for picking up snow. She looked at me, and I looked at Miss Diaz, and I had I picked up snow and. They sent me to the in-school suspension. And because I did it out of spite, I think is what I have told that story, I'm sure. (laughs) And then I went to John Adams. You know, my parents were starting their business. So we went to the Albuquerque Public Schools. And, you know, that was certainly interesting. But then after that, I went to St. Paisa. I had the good fortune of actually having teachers who really invested in their students. They loved it. They saw it as a vocation. They didn't see it as something where they're going to work for a public school system. Here's the curriculum. Here's your books. Teach to the test. And, well, who cares anyway? It's public schools. And let me tell you. On a student by student basis, sixteen thousand dollars for the public school students. Uh, yeah, you paid it even less last year, folks. We all did. Okay? Eighty-three thousand students down from a high of nearly ninety thousand students just a few years ago. Kids are dropping out. It's pretty dysfunctional at this point. But let me tell you kind of what's happening, okay? Because you know they quote Ellen Bernstein, the teachers uh, teachers federation president. Ellen Bernstein said feedback from the teachers has been mixed. People are over the moon excited and people are so scared, scared. and everything in between. we really got to work. Someone needs to fire this woman. She's ruining the entire school culture for the Albuquerque public school system. If I had the opportunity to fire Ellen Burns, I, ma'am, I, ma'am, ma'am, I would definitely fire her. And I would get rid of the entire school board because they're pretty much useless as, as well. There's nobody in public education that's doing their job. And didn't the superintendent just get his job permanently Uh, yes right yeah and then the you had the uh, teacher school board you know and these are people who pretend to be on the side of students but they're like well we got to worry about covid we got to worry about covid here's what's happened okay students have been not going to college these are the staggering numbers that i need you to understand that you understand how public schools have failed you and education in general you're only going to get what you put into it I'm a product of college education, a public college education at the University of New Mexico, but I got in what I put into it, which is a lot of reading. I read and read and read and love Zimmerman Library. I got to school, you know, every single day at 545 as a gym attendant. I think my guy is still there uh, running the gym, uh, my old boss, uh, Todd, and... I stayed there all the way until ten o'clock at night. I did my forty hours a week. I had my nine to eleven fifty Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I had my nine to eleven forty five uh, Tuesday, Thursday. Monday through Friday, I got all my fifteen hours in, and that's the way I went. I mean, it was very. But that original.
3: does not sound like a modern college student who basically is blackout
2: drunk for four years and then they give him a degree. I never went to parties. Sounds I like l-
3: you actually worked when
2: you were there. I loved Mr. it. <laughs> no, I really got into. I really got into school, and I'd go to. I'd go grab something to eat. And they had the music lab, and I'd jump on the CDs. So I would go in there, and we had everything. I, I was pretty much the only person who was using anything. And then uh, I would go into the Zimmerman lab until about 4.45, until I had to dress out for um, gym attendant from 5 to 10, and then I'd mix it up with everybody there. You mm-hmm. know, I had a really, really great time. Um, and they had open gym, and the Lobos would come play, and all these. I knew everybody. I just I walk around with a little walkie-talkie and get things going. So, so here's what's happening. No one's at school. No one's taking their SATs. That's why you send your kids to school, right? A through 12, you want to get them to the SAT, ACT. Those SATs were canceled, I believe, last year. Last May and June, tests were all canceled. Why? Because COVID. Most of these high school kids don't know their teachers. They barely know them. Going from class to class, think about how much it must be. Think if, if one... 15th of your life if you're at high school. Think of if it's one-seventh of your life. Approximately 15%. You've just been out of school. I mean, that means a lot to those kids. It might not mean a lot to you. You're 30, 40, 50. I mean, you'll remember. But these students don't know their high school teachers. okay? And a lot of these kids are questioning, which is why you've seen the high suicide rate at a number of schools, districts, including Las Vegas and Albuquerque, because they're trying to Rationalize whether or not it actually makes sense to go to school at this point. Like, what are they going to school for? What are they trying to get? And now we're trying to tell people that they deserve their what? What is it? Costco's at sixteen twenty-five an hour. Walmart, you're not going to get paid at less than fifteen fifty. I'll talk about that later on in the week because I have a lot to say about this um, mandatory minimum wage that they're pushing. Because you're going to see the total automation of all this. When's the last time you've seen a cell associate at any of these places? You have like three checkers in front, and those are the only three that are making 15 50 How many people do you think they fire to get that thing done? So, And, and the self-checkout, which you do you're on your own now. <laughs> yeah, you do that on your own. So, so here's really, you know, the crux of everything is many of these students think they have all the answers on their phones. They have all their ans- answers on the computer. They don't think that they actually need to graduate. They don't think that they need to follow through with school. Tell me where I'm wrong. How many of you have experience where your kids were A and B students? they become C, D, and F students at this point, okay? They want to go out and they want to go work and they want to make money. Some of these students, you know, having to deal with, with parents who work for private businesses and maybe it's a non-essential business, they're trying to help their mom and dad make ends meet because they got to pay for rent or groceries or go and work and do something. This is a reality for some people. So... Somewhere between 7.5 to 10 million people cancel plans for college for, for next year. Think about that. That's a huge amount, and we're trying to go ahead and reduce the college debt. Okay, so the number of college enrollees went down by nearly 7% compared with the previous year. number of graduates enrolling in college fell 11.4%, compared with a drop of 2.9% at low-poverty high schools. So the drop, it's being felt at C&M. And all these community colleges, most of all. Because those are the people that are on the marginal ends. They're not even sure they wanted to be in school in the first place. Mm. Okay? And you think about that, and now they're receiving checks. Just think about how bad it makes these people feel. They feel like education is worthless, and everything they need to do is get, they're getting on their computers and their phones. So in the fall of 2020, freshman enrollment across all colleges plummeted nearly 14% from a year earlier. Community colleges dropped by 22%. Declines were most high and most impacted in Hispanic, Black, and Native American students. I don't know how they come up with this stuff, but they do. And for whatever reason, the minority students are generally not enrolled. Okay? Uh, The free application for federal student aid declined 9.1%. Across the U.S., campus tours, you're not getting them anymore. Now they're all virtual. People aren't even... I used to go to those college fairs all the time. I couldn't wait to, like, visit and see what other catalogs they had and pretty pictures of, you know, autumn leaves and, hey, come come to here to our library and our stadium. I was absolutely in love with that. Um, all these high school seniors at this point, completely and totally isolated from that idea, as well as from their friends, as we told you before, their teachers and their counselors, okay? So this... Experience, which they're going to go, I believe... Are they going until the middle of June? Is that when the school ends, I think? think so. So they're going to go for a full year to the middle of June, then they're going to start back again in August. This lost year of what these kids have experienced have completely and totally devalued education going forward. And that, I think, is the real crime in all this. Affluent families are going to continue to send their kids to school. They're going to continue to send them to college. Because most of those kids are thinking about, oh, I can't wait to get to school because we're going to party, we're going to drink, we're going to have a good time. The first couple of years, I've got to get it for my last two years. And, and so they're doing what they do, which is daddy's going to get you an internship, daddy's going to get you a job, daddy's going to get you this, this, and this. And make sure you graduate in four years and don't embarrass the family. Make sure you're home for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and uh, make sure you come home for spring break at least for a day so I can see you and make sure you're still alive. That's what their value of college is right now. I basically have devalued all of education moving forward, based upon what you're hearing right there. Well, how about ambition? My kids, they say, well, I want to be this, I want to be that. Who's even thinking about any of that anymore? Have you noticed that ambition has been completely eradicated from youngsters? They're not even interested in anything. It's like, whatever they want to be, they can be on YouTube today, or... What is it called? TikTok or whatever they want. They can be that today. They don't have to be anything because um, uh, OU812 on YouTube, right? That's who they are. I don't know. I just came up with that. Old uh, Van Halen album reference. But here's the problem as well. No ambitions. You don't want to graduate high school. How about that dependency on the government? How about when the government runs out of money? that dependency is not going to be there anymore so that we can go ahead and pay off uh, off those people. Think about that. Every person who fails to graduate college has an income deficit anywhere ranging from $7,500 to $26,000. On average, 85% of students who applied to college 85% of high school students applied to college last year. Generally, it's somewhere between the 95 to 98% in most prep schools. That's a significant increase. Nearly 500% drop. Here's some quick stats for you. Decline in high school graduates who went directly to college in the fall 2020 compared to 2019, 68 Drop in overall college freshman enrollment, as I said before, 13%. Decline in the number of federal financial aid forms, decline of 9.1%. How about declining graduates from high poverty high school who went directly to college? 11.4%. Folks, we're not going to dig ourselves out of this because we've created a brand new culture with this reset. And we're going to talk about that when it comes to the church, your work, name it. There isn't one thing that hasn't been directly impacted because you're like, oh, we can do more with less. We can do more by not coming to work. We can do more. Don't fool yourself. It doesn't matter how much these high schools try to improve efficiencies going forward. They've created the COVID excuse. There's a bunch of bailout money that's available. All it's going to do is foster more laziness. And really, I think the big thing in in all this is it's going to continue to push people's desire to improve themselves because they don't think that they need to. This is the last year Lost ambition, lost dreams, and we've completely changed the country on account of that. Just because maybe we just wanted orange man bad out of the office. 550 500, that's 550-5500 500 here in the Kiva. In return, we'll talk about, uh, hey, how you don't have to work and you can just pick up your payment. The government wants you to be dependent. They're all about creating that communist atmosphere here in uh, this country, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Some more infrastructure. Dowd's got some updates on what's going on with the infrastructure bill that's coming out. Joe Manchin, opposing Joe Biden's infrastructure plan, says six or seven other Dems in the party and the Senate feel exactly the same, so maybe it doesn't pass. The infrastructure bill hinges on one ruling. We'll talk about that as well, and then we'll five o'clock hour discuss the COVID Easter. Hopefully, you celebrated at uh, mass and visit with people. We'll also talk about uh, some of the results of whether people actually believe these variants are real and whether it actually
4: matters. 4:24, back and forth. Thanks for listening. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com.
0: Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Setup Up on Manola, Louisiana Avocado Toast, Chicken Avocado Omelette, and any of Sunny Setup's Up's healthy, tasty lunch choices. Sunny Up specials are yours online. Sunny. That's a place I like.com.
6: Dad, I think we're in deep doo doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper?
1: Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it.
6: Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers.
1: I sure do, just like I love you, Stella.
6: Hey, what about me?
1: Of course, you too, Ava. Hi.
4: I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit,
2: nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere. It must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com.
6: Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi.
2: And I'm Joe Gazzardi.
6: At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique new world offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere,
0: and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining
2: experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive.
8: Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training
3: classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312
9: In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends.
0: <laughs> time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather. I know it's a little cloudy out there right now, but this is the high. is not going to bring any rain clouds. Well, right now in Rio Rancho, it's 80 degrees. 71 up on the hilltop in Los Alamos and 82 here at the Rock of Talk. It's all about Rio Rancho right now with slowdowns. Look at this. Unser is just locked up pretty solid. West side, north on uh, Unser all the way up to southern. If you are on the 528. The Pat Diarco, for some reason, about 19th Street, you start to lose speeds, and i got to tell you, it's going to be bumper-to-bumper all the way up to southern. As far as you drive into the South Valley, it's still looking okay. I-25 south of the airport, all the way through the athletic curve, and it's busy but moving on uh, Rio Bravo as you make your way westbound off of uh, I-25. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, companion care at reasonable rates, household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, they are ready to help amazing people at Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. To get a hold of them, just go to homecare.theplaceilike.com. We're up Alba to date. Now you into the Rock of Talk. Aggression. Eddie Aragon,
2: the Rock of Talk. Sorry, Rudy. I'm pulling the trigger too fast. I'm all excited to get the segment started. But uh, there you go. Happy birthday, Rudy Grund. Good you. Rudy Thank you so good much. You. Um... I guess Miss Diaz, she texted in.
0: Yeah, Diane, a friend of mine from Highland High School. She says, I remember that
2: Eddie guy. Yeah, she uh, threw me in an in school suspension. I was in Mr. Valdez's uh, class, and uh, Mr. Valdez passed some time ago. He was really nice. He, he came up with nicknames for all the kids. Uh, I was Orange. Another one, Chris, was Bananas. I don't know. We had to, because I used to eat oranges all the time. I don't know.
0: Huh. What and is- you were about to become an orange man lover. Oh, yeah. Later <laughs> on.
2: And then, uh, yeah, so I'd, all I did was pick up snow. I didn't even pack snow or anything like that. And then uh, she took me to the to the office and that was my only suspension. I didn't even get suspended at at Pius. And oh, wait, wait, no, I lied. Uh-oh. I just remembered. I didn't graduate. Uh, so I became president of my freshman class at St. Pius. Okay. Going in and uh, coming from a public school. But I didn't graduate um I didn't graduate uh, middle school. And I was we were we were doing our our uh, Shakespeare the last three days, and I was doing Hamlet. <laughs> um, I'm not going to get into the details as to why <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, but let's just say there was a guy, uh, him and I didn't get along. Believe it or not, Rudy, I was not a big kid. I was really small. I didn't sprout until I was in sophomore year. Wow! I went from five foot three, five foot four to six foot two in the span of less than 10 months wow yeah it was pretty incredible so i just went through a complete and total gross my kids are going to do the same thing it's just going to have you've seen how big my kids hands are and their feet are Mm, yeah they're going to hit it it's going to be like uh whoa i expect sam to be almost as tall as me and uh you know same with the other one but there we go diane Uh, says
0: she doesn't remember getting you in trouble
2: (laughs) she didn't get me in trouble she was doing her job she cared you know, that's when teachers cared. Yeah, that's really true. I mean, just telling you, I mean, like people remember their teachers, their teachers' names. I remember the teacher who came on my first suspension. The second one was Mr. Jargis over at, uh, you know, because, so I'll tell you what happened. I know you guys are dying to hear what happened. So Chris uh, was kneeling down, and we had an up and lower lockers right there, and he had done something. I forget what he did to me, but it must have been pretty bad i saw him and i literally just you know got the locker that i got it and i smashed his head between the locker the two the the door of the locker and the other one and then i said okay you want to fight let's go ahead and fight (laughs) and there you go i haven't been in a i haven't been in a fight since the other one was i got my butt kicked by a guy by the name of who's a a state wrestling champion by the name of rob tolliver back in the day uh he was so much bigger and i got so angry rudy he was he. I had punched him in the nose. He was bleat. like this. One kids used to get in fights. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm worried that kids aren't fighting anymore. I think it's a good thing. You know, remember when the whole school would shut down and people would like run to the playground, oh, yeah. go, mm-hmm. run to the baseball. Field, there's, there's a fight. There's,
0: there's, a, there's a fight. There's gonna be a fight at
2: three thirty. like, we're all gonna go and like everyone's over there and you know and no, nobody was happy if a fight didn't happen. You know what I mean? Oh, disappointed. Like, yeah, like, yeah, because uh, everybody had to like create the giant circle and there's. You know a few hundred people who were there, like just the way it was, you know.
0: And the teachers trying to get through to all the crowd of kids, <laughs> <It was funny. laughs> no, there's no teachers, this is
2: off off campus. They we actually went so, yeah. Rob, um, yeah, you know, I was, I was, uh, uh, several times, you know, they picked on me a lot, which was you know, fun, you know, because I was the you know, cute little kid, basically. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember he, uh, Rob, I punched him in the nose. And he had snot coming out of his nose with uh, the blood, you know? And I'm like, you better not bleed on me. This is my new shirt. I had <laughs> my, my swatch and my little gotcha yeah. yeah. over thing that I had. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was pretty upset. So, anyway, I just, uh, the anger got to me, and I just unleashed. Well, I mean, this element of, of
3: it, kids getting, learning to get along with each other. My nephew, I was involved with his upbringing for 11 years. Right. It's an interesting thing. these children who are only children who haven't been in school, they've lost a lot of that socialization that you you learn unconsciously subconsciously one of the things that interests me with your boys i hope i'm not telling tales out of school but you will tell them at not every not in every dust up but much of the time you'll say, you guys got to work it out together you know i can't i can't you know wet nurse you two you guys are brothers you love each other work it out and like that's the that kind of interaction so to the extent that there are kids who were denied that for what over a year now that's not great for social development
2: it's not not at all i mean uh Competition is very important. I mean, you used to play wall ball. Oh, yeah. You know, you'd, you'd take the ball, and then you have the suicide squad. Yep. Right? So you yep. kind of go up and... <laughs> 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 it, it is like, what, what you did, this is the way kids... Well, and doing games and, 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 and deciding stuff,
3: on the rules between yourselves and working it out yeah. absent adults. That, there's
7: a real value in it. You that. hazed
2: them. I mean, that's what happened. I mean, the kids <laughs> yes. are, it, like, in, when I didn't have the fastest mile... Oh, I was so angry. I had to have the fastest mile. <laughs> yeah. you know, I was a sixth grader. I'm like, I'm going to run sub six minutes on on the, the mile because I'm tired of these these other guys beating me. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is what you need. Like, you can't do that now. No, now you're at yeah. home. You're in a oh. Zoom class. or you're, you're turning in the number of push-ups and sit-ups you did. <laughs> Here's PE for the day. and Like, come on.
3: Um, the, the guy who was the sound guy for Adam Carolla's podcast, Mike, yeah. Mike Dawson, he said a couple weeks ago, when we were growing up, and he's about our age, maybe mid to late 40s, he said well, the two worst things you could be on the schoolyard growing up in our culture one was a tattletale, two was a crybaby. Yep. And our whole culture right now celebrates yeah, being a tattletale and a crybaby. Yeah. It went from the worst you can be to you're heroic if you're a tattletale crybaby
2: now. Could have made a better point. What do you, what do you call the. the the crybabies now, whistleblowers. Oh yes, yeah, whistleblower. Oh, he's a whistle. Got to protect the whistleblower. Mm-hmm. He's outing them. All right. So, uh, and here's for the uh, the people who are waiting for their checks to come in uh, to the tune of an additional what fourteen thousand dollars on every man, woman, and child across the country. Is what you put on yourself. A total of hundred and eighty five thousand dollars is what you owe in terms of the debt of the American government. The IRS has now sent out a third batch of stimulus checks. Yes. it includes uh, what are called plus-up. I don't know. This isn't a push-up. This is a plus-up payment for Americans who are eligible for more money now that their 2020 tax returns have been processed. 130 million payments worth $335 billion. 4 million payments worth $10 billion. Think about this. This is anywhere from $1,800 all the way down to $600, based upon your 2018, 2019 tax returns. Folks, there's not this much money going into the government at this point. This is just getting generated to make sure that you're okay. It's okay. You needed to protect yourself from the COVID. You needed to stay safe. You needed to make sure that you weren't going to infect everybody because when you left your house and you weren't wearing a mask or you leave your house and you try to travel now and you didn't vax well you're you're out to kill people literally how they think of you uh rudy i think you got a text earlier today that uh told you hey happy birthday but get your damn covid shot (laughs) okay so that paternalism doesn't go anywhere folks it really doesn't just get rid of it altogether. Someone's being paternalistic toward you, telling you what you should or shouldn't do. Tell them, you know what, I worry about you. I'm worried that you might get impacted by this vaccine. I heard it's really bad. How about you not take the vaccine? How about you not wear the mask and just go ahead and get the coronavirus one time? It shows that it's uh, basically 99.5% survivability rate. I think you'll be okay. Well, here's the segmentation, $75,000 or less and couples with adjusted uh, gross income of 150,000 or less are the ones who are eligible. Everybody else, no, no no-go. You're not getting your $2,800. Payments are cut off for individuals who earn $80,000 a year or more, $160,000 a couple or more. That's different than the actual tax cut. This is all going out. This is an attempt, in my opinion, to buy votes. Oh, we're not voting for anything? Yeah, 2022 is coming around. If they're not controlling the votes, they're controlling who you're gonna vote for based upon your understanding Oh, my son wasn't able to go ahead and get an iPhone. Oh, we weren't able to make ends meet because I had to cut out. Oh, things were really hard. I cut out Netflix. I had to cut the cord entirely. Oh, my gosh. What's the next thing that I'm going to have to cut out? What, going out to dinner twice instead of three times a week? That's where we are in this country. All of those are luxuries. Going out to dinner, having technology. You don't need any of this stuff. It's not a requirement. And at this point, isn't the government supposed to be providing you free internet access anyway? Isn't this why you voted Democrat, right? A pot in every, what, what, as a chicken in every pot, internet service to every single place so you can download as much of the uh, brain draining information and the mind-numbing control that comes from the government. That's all we're getting right now. So there it is, folks. You've got all your stimulus stimulus money that is uh, coming in. Hopefully you'll put it to good use and uh, at this point take a vacation. I know so many people right now who are sitting on so much money, and they just continue to count the dollars as they come in where they don't have to go to work, and they're saying, well, you know what? I'm still a little bit worried. I'm going to wait until I get vaccinated before I go back to work. Yeah, because them's the rules. That's the way it is in the state of New Mexico. That's what happens when paternalism rules the day, and you're just a little bit too afraid to go back to
0: work. Four thirty-nine, back and forth. Bella Flowers never happened for me. I've been sleeping the day off, watching the night fall.
2: Eleven seventy one eight five six eleven seventy one, or you can email him directly michael at michael trujillo.com that's michael at michael trujillo.com
6: Salon Deluxe and Tanrio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature tone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian
0: Blowout.
10: And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio West Slyke. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash
0: extensions. You can reach us
4: at 896 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico.
2: Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229.
0: 884-8229. All right, and we're going to put things together starting with the weather. Looking really nice out there. I know a little cloudy, but uh, that's just for show. No rain coming out of them, there are clouds. 80 degrees right now at the Russ Medical Center. It's 81 at the VA Hospital and 82 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, again, it's just going to be tough. I noticed once again, I did the update on uh, Unser, that northbound trip. It's the one lane of construction, one lane each direction. So that's why it's heavy both sides of the fence again. Unser, as you wind your way between West Side, which is basically the Russ Medical Center, through Cabazon on up to Southern, and still suffering on the five twenty eight, the northbound Pat Diarco, that's tough stuff right there, about 19th Street and through Sarah all the way out to Southern, but still looking okay. Real Bravo as you make your way westbound off I-25, though it is a bit crowded right around 2nd Street. This traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho. Salon Deluxe always treats you special. You know, George and Janice making it a point to whenever you leave, you are fully satisfied. That's the place you want to make an appointment. And it quite possibly is the cleanest salon in all of Rio Rancho. You check it all out at SalonDeluxe.com. We're up to date. Now let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk.
2: What, what makes it clean? They,
0: they have, a, have, a, they have this, that, the light that will clean the air for you. It's an ultraviolet light. They've okay. got the uh, air conditioning now uh, redone to where it really takes out pretty much all the toxins in the air oh, they
2: have that like uh, the casino air conditioners i don't know if you've ever seen those the casino air conditioners when you go into you know these uh right down when you go to vegas yeah. they clean all the air and it makes it 99% yeah. oh, yeah. pure yeah yeah okay.
0: and so and then of course they do everything with um they they they've got the uh, spray down so every time somebody's done in a chair mm-hmm. they take care of that when you walk in you're always getting your temperature read and you've got to wow. uh, right. sign and It's really great. It's great what they're doing. They're making it a really good place to go. The thing
3: that's driving me crazy is the restaurant, some allow you to refill your drink at the, at the fountain, and others
2: don't. I don't know who decides. It's all stupid. It's, I mean, it, it, it's 100% stupid. I mean, it,
3: it, some of it is just so You know
2: what? I think there there's certain restaurants out there, you should be like giving maskless uh, discounts. Like <laughs> If you show up to your restaurant without a mask, you're like, yeah, 20% off. You know, How about that for a promo? You Show up by actually showing your, show us your face, come eat at the place. I don't know. That's great. That's a good Uh, idea. That is a good idea. I told you, Rudy, I could market anything. (laughs) You just got to be honest with people. Uh, This uh, guy, Eddie, is hitting me up. He's really upset about my comments about teachers. He's like, um, he says, "Uh, you're way off on your narrative about the challenges our teachers are enduring these days, period. Hit me up if you want a dialogue. But, yeah, like, I'm going to start reaching out to people individually. And
3: just. <laughs> I'm going to give you a call. Hey, to let you can yell me at me for half directly an hour. So you
2: can <laughs> uh, yell at me about the fact that. And so apparently, so his wife is a teacher. Really nice people. Um, and he says she's teaching both in person and online. I've been up close and personal to it for 19 years. Without a doubt, her most challenging, difficult, goat wrenching year. She's been in person since August. If I can call and take it. And put me in the air with you. Yeah, but you, 550 50 500, number hasn't changed there, pal, so you're texting it. Uh, I said, what's gut-wrenching about staying at home at this point? You know, I mean, I, you know, you, you, really, the entire industry has just been, you know, at home or worried about, you know, the teachers need to get their vaccines before they go back into that environment. And meanwhile, the kids are like, well, they're totally... You know, immune at this point, and even if they do get it, what they're going to pass it? Or are we really that impacted? You know, any of these teachers down south? Of, was it Las Cruces where they said they lost a fifth teacher, a sixth teacher, a seventh teacher? They lost to like. Okay, well, we know the entire county of Dona Ana is completely blue, and we know what they're advocating for. They want to go ahead and and shut people down. So, uh, you know, I mean, oh hey, uh, Eddie, let me let me forward the phones for you since I'm. I haven't been taking calls. There you go. You can call in. We'll do it. There we go. There you go. Now you can call in and argue with me. I mean, some people just need to get it off their chest. You want to talk about frustration? There it is. You need to call me to get it off your chest about how I'm off? Okay. Well, I'm just telling you, our teachers, uh, we have Mr. Castillo and Mrs. Uh, Maestas. uh, They've been doing everything they can to keep our kids going and doing what they... And to keep the you know the ball rolling uh, for for these kids, and they've never worried about it. You know, we have little pods and cells, and they've been showing up, and they haven't been complaining about doing both. And then the state of New Mexico comes in and does a complete and total evaluation, and you know no one's complaining about the fact that we have to go ahead and comply with that. It's just like, you know, we just shut up about it and move on to the next thing. I mean, that's where it's at. And Let's face it. I mean, if you really look at
3: the data on government school teachers, it's not very complimentary, okay? Uh, these people tend to be... Uh, Thomas has done work on this for years. Uh, people who work in government schools tend to be drawn from the lower, like, third of their graduating class. These yep. are not our best people. You can go back to uh, uh, Woody Allen. Those who can't do, teach. Those who can't teach, teach Jim. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, I, I'm sorry. The numbers just aren't there. And if you're a trained professional who's worthy of so much respect, and, of course, they are, they're all underpaid, according, oh, according to them. Oh, everyone is underpaid. Yeah. They've never
2: made this. They've, Why they've are never you made unionized?
3: Most, most professionals, you know, white-collar professionals, aren't unionized. Uh, people who are unionized tend to be, you know, large groups of sem- low-skilled or semi-skilled people, you know, on assembly lines, that kind of thing. If you're such a trained professional, and are you a trained professional? How many trained professionals in other disciplines get the whole summer off? That, that's not very common And if common, you actually
2: compounded the amount of money with the benefits, and you think about the amount of time that they have Job off. Job security? Oh, no, but but if you think about the amount they ha- the time they have off, and then you think about the money that they receive annually, like these guys are making fifty five grand a year. Yeah, absolutely, I mean yeah. we've we've done that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, Eddie, lay it on me, air, air it out. Oh wait, hold on, before I uh, hear you, Eddie, I agree with you hundred percent. I have children, and I'm upset on the fake narrative that they are overworked and underpaid, way overrated, and pathetically overpaid for the results <laughs> so that we get.
4: Go ahead, Eddie. Shoot. Happy birthday.
2: Uh, it's not Thank my birthday. You. It's Rudy's birthday.
4: I misunderstood.
2: Happy birthday, Rudy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Hey, now, listen, it's even Eddie, more interesting you. that you're calling in to perhaps fight with me, you know, for for your birthday. But the enemy is out there, Eddie. I'm just uh, airing out the the uh, reality and the true opinions of what us uh, here in the Kiva think. But
4: go ahead, shoot. Well, you're all entitled to your opinion. What really got my blood boiling was when Rudy said something about. Uh, you want to find out how hard teachers work go to a parking lot at 3 o'clock and watch them rip out of the parking lot some to that effect my wife left the house at 6.59 this morning she just got home 6 minutes ago she knows I'm engaging you and ran out of the room <laughs> she works at a private Montessori school she's in her 31st year she's going to be upset you don't have to say well, my last name on that, the air
2: but that's different
4: hold on wait a minute She's a teacher. You guys are just talking about teachers in general. She's at a private Montessori school. They charge sixteen grand a year for these kids to go there. You think they're sharing the wealth? She's in her thirty-first year. She's not even making quite forty-nine
1: grand. This, isn't even, this isn't
2: even your
4: fight. What are you talking about? We're literally told you
2: specifically, Eddie, that we're talking about public school teachers. We're talking about teachers union. None your wife is not. Your, you your wife is neither. She's neither. Uh, publicly unionized and she is privately employed and she's been at work since last and how did you somehow round her up to be part of the public employees union which is exactly what we're talking about I mean this is apples and oranges
4: you know I didn't get the public part I just kept hearing the word teachers no 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 okay you're gonna qualify it.
2: I qualified it from the beginning
4: but then we start, we don't start saying public teachers. We just start saying teachers. Listen, my Look,
2: wife works you're, you're a, you're a key, you're, Okay, she does. We're not disagreeing with that. But there's no way for us to know about what your wife is going through specifically. But I think as a Kiva listener, you're way too sensitive about this. I think you should I'm let not you, Yeah, I, know, I think you I, are because I, you're out defending an entirely different class of teachers. We're talking about public school teachers. Who are your your wife did not need to be vaccinated because they didn't even develop damn vaccines last September. We're talking about apples and oranges. With all due respect to you, Eddie, you're getting sensitive about something that should not even be anywhere in your sandbox because your yeah, wife is-
4: even, you, won't, you won't even let me get through what I got to say about teaching in person online. Uh, you know they've been in session since August. Not a single COVID case. She's got mandatory COVID testing every two weeks that they keep dinging our insurance for, um, she works her tail off. She gets home, cooks dinner, and then she's on the computer for the next two or three hours conversing with parents, making lesson plans. If you're gonna talk about public teachers, qualify it every time with public teachers. Don't just start saying teachers, Rudy and Eddie, because that's Uh, not true. I will say
2: exactly what I said before which it was qualified from the very beginning. We talked about public schools. We talked about APS going back to school uh, April 5th, which was today, hey, welcome to the club, because my kids have been in school since last September. I'm sorry you could not hear that. This makes for uncomfortable radio, especially amongst friends, but it was qualified right from the very beginning. And this is apples and oranges, truly. I specifically talked about my own my own kids who go to parochial schools, and it was completely and totally qualified. Well, if you did, you wouldn't be asking me the question and bringing an argument... Uh, which you have no dog in the fight in your wife well, is no, you're no, not, your wife is not part of this conversation.
4: She's a teacher, and as long as you guys, oh my keep my gosh, teachers yeah. without qualifying, Eddie, yeah. oh, sorry man,
2: you really you got to find something to do. My, with my, that. my favorite,
3: yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you say to someone who doesn't even know what we're talking about? My favorite example of the really low quality of teachers we have in unionized government schools. Uh, this happened in the late 1990s in Massachusetts. That's where I'm from, New England. They think of themselves as you know, brilliant public servants and we're the smartest people in New England and the rest of the right. country's flyover country, okay? They imposed, the state imposed a certification test for the first time on their teachers. They did an 18, they, they tested 1,800 teachers in the government school system that is considered the best. And really, if, you look, oh, at yeah, the, if right. you look at the scores of the kids, it really is Massachusetts is about as good as you get. Minnesota's up there, Connecticut's up there. Half the teachers flunked the certification test in Massachusetts. This was only uh, 20 years ago, late 1990s, okay? In, in These a public are not school system. In the public school system. we got a government school system, as we say, in the libertarian movement. The, the problem with the collar is, you're, you went to Catholic education. I went to Catholic education. My nephew went to a Waldorf model, which is a private model private, based on yep. a German thing 100 years ago. What we're told, the government school teachers, the unionized teachers, are is actually true for the private sector people. They do work hard. They yeah. get low pay. They work for the Catholic Church or they work for a non organization. I'm sure the Montessori teachers probably don't make what they could make with their guaranteed jobs hey, in the but government they, system. But it's we a have college, nothing but praise for private teachers. What we're assaulting is a government monopoly system that is unionized and that has run the education system in this country into the ground and it's embarrassing. We're not talking about this caller's wife at all. He can believe whatever he wants to
2: believe. It's ridiculous. Uh, having that argument I think is foolish uh, when we've clearly delineated the difference between who is going back to school today and who's been back in school since last august which is my kids and every other private school that's been around here that's had to go through stringent stuff and yeah we're going to hear about testing and oh we only make this much money like really where's the level of sensitivity and why is it so high off the charge especially for our our listeners we don't care i mean honestly we're like we're sort of laughing at the public schools at this point not because of any other reason other than the fact that, hey, welcome to the club. We've already been doing this for a year. Uh, your kids are just barely going back to school, and I'm sorry it's impacted your life, but you might might want to make a little better effort to get yourself more involved with your own public education if you're so angry about the fact that, oh, Governor Michelle Luhan Grisham, shut down our sports, shut down our schools. She shut down, well, you voted for her because they keep getting bonded year after year for buildings that go to these big General contractors, and they have $1.3, $1.4, $1.5 billion, and they're spending all this money literally wasting it away on a 68% graduation rate. That's what we're talking about, the lack of quality in public education. Yeah, selective hearing, gee. caller about his teacher's wife demonstrated he was listening because he got even the birthday wrong. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually really funny. Eddie told Eddie he should, should, uh, he should help by cooking her dinner if he has time to call the show. Oh, that's good. See, there you go. I mean, he just basically earned himself. Uh, Eddie, thanks for putting me on. I'll go back to listen to the start of your show and see if I missed something. Don't disagree entirely with you regarding public teachers. We're t- talking only about public teachers. Uh, New Mexico, from a chicken in every pot to a pot in every chicken. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice job, David. Uh, hey, Eddie, you make it very clear you were talking about public schools, as I always do. Uh, let's see. F that guy, uh, teachers too. I mean, there's people who feel that way. Eddie should have to get on his fat fat rump and cook dinner for his wife, so she wouldn't have to. <laughs> uh, he got he got what he came in for, I guess. Eddie, you cannot be charged for COVID testing. Yeah, I thought that. You could just send it back. That is true. You will not get charged for COVID. If you do get charged, um, send it back and you get the reimbursement. I know that for a fact. So saying your insurance doesn't signing your insurance doesn't mean anything. They cannot charge you. Uh, Eddie says he did cook dinner tonight. There you go. Then don't say that she cooks the dinner every night. Uh, Eddie, this guy needs to shut his mouth. He knows good and well you're talking about APS. Uh, Eddie is a moron. You always have singled out APS teachers, not private. Uh, Naomi uh, texted in, My son finally went back to Rio Rancho High, and he said it was odd for his first day back. He said it seemed it was hard for teachers to pay attention to both virtual and students in class. He said one teacher was having a hard day, felt he couldn't ask questions about what he needed to play catch-up. So, uh you know, it is going to be an adapted learning environment for sure. But there it is. That's what you get with uh, when you continue to elect these damn Democrats. And some of these Republicans. Let's face it, folks. Some of these Republicans, uh, I think Dad would agree exactly like this. Eddie, I don't get it. My son gets to ask Academy to Rio Venture. Most of his classes only had four kids. What is up with these parents not sending them to school? Oh, He's in boy. high school. Uh, they work hard, <sighs> so we are still last in education. There is that uh adam says my kids go to private school in person all year and their teachers have to go through extremely hard year, and they don't complain say a word they feel blessed to be able to teach uh during these times that's exactly what i've experienced and finally eddie had two separate homeowners that bought second homes in new mexico Back in July, August, September, both have chosen to sell their homes because they cannot depend on the governor to reopen the state or to New Mexico for them to come here and visit their families and enjoy their vacation homes and then fly back to their other home in a separate state. They're concerned that they will have to quarantine again in the future, so they decided to sell their homes and make a little bit of money on the sale. Hit the top of the hour, Fox News. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hour 2 next. Hour next. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.
6: Arrests. I'm Lisa LaSera, Fox News. The FBI still tracking down suspects in the January riot at the U.S.
7: Capitol. Three suspects from Atlanta, Colorado, and Arkansas are charged with assaulting a D.C. metropolitan police officer with a baton, flag, pole, and crutch during the violent storming of the U.S. Capitol during the counting of the Electoral College in January. The same indictment also accuses a Kentucky man of assaulting the same officer, And another officer, a fifth individual from Pennsylvania, is accused of assaulting a third Metro police officer. D.C. police responded to the breach at the request of U.S. Capitol Police. More than 400 criminal cases have been filed as a result of the breach. Jared Halpern, Fox News.
6: Minneapolis Police Chief Medaria Arradondo on the stand on day six of the trial of the former officer charged in the death
7: of George Floyd. city's top cop, the police chief, heavily criticizing Derek Chauvin's policing, saying that Derek Chauvin did not participate in any de-escalation, that the knee to George Floyd's neck was against policy. And not only that, the police chief says that because Derek Chauvin did not administer aid to George Floyd, not just get off him, but help him, that was also a violation of policy.
6: Fox's Matt Finn in Minneapolis. The defense team argues Floyd's drug use and health issues contributed to his death. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says rises in cases of COVID-19 are linked to young people. We
10: are learning that many outbreaks in young people are related to youth sports and extracurricular activities. According to CDC guidance, these activities should be limited.
6: Director Rochelle Walensky, and she says if they're not limited, more testing of kids should be done as they participate in sports. And the CDC also says disinfecting surfaces with a chemical substance to protect against the virus is not needed. America is listening to Fox News.
1: Cleanliness and safety are essential to the success of any business. That's why Centos has introduced our Total Clean program, a one-of-a-kind service that includes scheduled deliveries of essential cleaning supplies, hygienically cleaned uniforms, and on-site sanitizer and disinfectant services to help eliminate germs. Learn what the Centos Total Clean program can do for you. Oh, i ready. Visit centos.com and get ready for the workday.
6: Land
3: ho! <laughs> hey, hey, seriously, land land ho, guys. Guys, land ho! I'm just, land ho! Land ho! Land ho! Right
5: there! The tides
4: can turn quick on the water. Progressive's boat insurance has you covered with sign and glide on water towing. Get a quote today in as little as three minutes at progressive.com. I gotta
6: say, this land ho thing, not very effective.
4: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliate. Sign and glide coverage is subject to policy terms.
6: ...college making COVID vaccines a requirement
4: for the fall
8: term. A private campus in the town of Davie, Florida, near Fort Lauderdale, will require all students, staff, and faculty to be fully vaccinated against coronavirus in time to start the fall semester. Previously, Rutgers University in New Jersey made student vaccinations a requirement. A NOVA spokesperson calls the policy the safest path forward. The university has more than 6,000 undergraduate students and more than 14,000 graduate-level students. In Broward County, Florida, Evan Brown, Fox News.
6: Starting today, any adult in Florida can get a vaccine, and the state announced any 16- or 17-year-old can get one with a parent's permission. State health officials say they're hoping to reach a goal of vaccinating 20,000 people a week. New Mexico, Iowa, and Nebraska are also joining the growing list of states that are opening up vaccine eligibility to any person 16 and older. Two professional sports teams hit hard by COVID-19 are hoping to salvage their season, including the Washington Nationals. Four
8: players on the Nationals have tested positive for the virus. Seven others are in quarantine for contact tracing. The Nationals, whose season opening series against the Mets has not been rescheduled yet, are slated to play tomorrow against the Braves. There were no new positive tests Sunday. In the National Hockey League, there's uncertainty over the rest of the season for the Vancouver Canucks. More than half of the Canucks roster has been diagnosed with COVID-19. Some players reported to be in rough shape, unable to get out of bed. None hospitalized, but some have received IV treatments, and members of players' families have also gotten sick, as well as multiple coaches. Jared Max, Fox News.
6: Aaron Sorkin's courtroom drama, The Trial of the Chicago 7 took the top award. Last night's SAG Awards. the first time a film from any streaming service, won the Best Ensemble Award. The 27th Annual Awards were held virtually, and much of it was recorded in advance. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News.
0: Second hour, we're going to put things together, starting with the weather. Some partly cloudy skies out there right now. Uh, yeah, some of them look like they might drop some rain, but very little chance of that happening tonight. Maybe in the foothills, but that's the worst of it. I can tell you right now in Santa Fe, 71 crystal clear degrees, 81 in Taylor Ranch, and 82 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, heading out of the petroglyph on uh, Paseo del Norte, that westbound trip just is stubborn, and it's going to be that way crossing on, sir, crossing rainbow. Just a heavy pattern this afternoon. Also, you're going to find on Paseo del Norte, heading towards the mountain eastbound, just getting away from Jefferson as you wind your way over the I-25. It's going to be tough stuff over to San Pedro. And still uh, kind of a tumble there on uh, Eubank northbound from central now, all the way to I-40 as you leave Kirtland Air Force Base. And I know you've seen raw greens on San Mateo, just north of Banal. Now, come on into raw greens. They're an all-natural CBD and hemp product uh, place yet, Great products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles, and they got some great products for the pets as well. Learn all about it by going online to cbd.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk.
2: Albuquerque's macroaggression, Eddie Aragon on the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm on the app, rockoftalk.tv. You can download that app as well. And if you'd like, you can head on over and uh, check us out at 1490 AM in Santa Fe, 107.1 Los Alamos, our ever-expanding uh, reach. Uh, more than 385 people listening online, which I don't know what that would be, Rudy, but you can look that up. Happy birthday, Rudy Grande. We've got uh, another... 142 people listening or watching us on video, which has expanded significantly. Hello, Mother. And, uh, yeah, let me, let me show you there. So, Rui, yeah. I mean, uh, Dowd, let me make sure that you can see. Uh, now now you can say hi to Mother. Hello, Mother. How are Maybe you? I have to control the, the camera controls. And I'm sorry none of your else. children
3: were around for Easter this year. Maybe next year we'll, we'll make oh, up yeah, that up. I got a status email from my mother. She did a blast email to her two daughters and one son and her grandson saying, you know, blessings to all my Children,
2: no one's here. (laughs) Well, let's start there, shall we? Uh, Britain, or uh, the British, uh, we start to look at uh, what is being told to them. Thousands of tourists are being led into the country in Britain, Great Britain. But the government has not allowed anybody to leave. They've tightened restrictions on British people going abroad. Hundreds of arriving tourist visas issued by the Home Office, according to the Border Force staff. One visa was granted to a tourist from Peru, even, who said on their application... From that, that the reason for the trip to the U.K. was to visit Big Ben. Of the roughly 20,000 people arriving every day, about 40% or 8,000 are tourists, according to figures compiled by Porter 4 staff in the U.K. Gatwick and the Eurostar terminals, as many as 80 to 90% of arrivals are tourists. In contrast, the proportion of tourists among the arrivals at Heathrow is estimated to be only 20 to 30%. So, that's sort of an interesting thing, but it's not unlike a totalitarian government. And that's exactly what Great Britain is really ushering in, if you really look at what they're doing. It's the new socialist state. We are doing the same thing here in the United States with the election of uh, Joe Biden. He appeared yesterday with the Easter Bunny. Yes, uh, an Easter Bunny Dow that was masked. He was wearing his mask. It's a giant mask show. So he said, I don't know, we have a special guest today. I only wish you could say the words. We have a special guest, as you can see to my left here. I'm surprised you could tell his right from his left. The traditional Easter Bunny costume included a massive mask over the face of the Easter Bunny. The Bunny itself is already scary enough uh, as it is, uh, featured in a number of really, really bad, macabre, uh, and horror movies uh, as well. Now, as you know, we always have the Easter egg roll, right? Did Uh, Trump do that last year? Wasn't it delayed uh, or something?
3: Last year, the annual White House Easter egg roll had been canceled due to the pandemic. Right. Tradition dated back to 1878. Uh, Children received commemorative Easter eggs. The festivities are marked. Yeah, but I guess it was canceled.
2: It was canceled last year. Then uh, here we are. We're supposed to have it uh, this year. As we celebrate the renewal of the season, we know that longed for dawn is almost here. Just to listen to this guy talk in these uh, superlatives and this very flowery language. Just makes us all sick. We'll talk about uh, his faith uh, in dividing Catholics a little bit later on. Not to mention his uh, uh, Parmesan cheese, crack-smoking, uh, pot-doing uh, uh, son, uh, who is an artiste. Uh, we'll talk about uh, that a little bit later on Hunter Biden. Um, but that's what's happening in Britain. Now, for those of you who really want to understand totalitarianism, look no further than... Nicolás Maduro with his pinky ring Y todo right there And here's what's really interesting about what's happening In a true totalitarian state 82% of Venezuelans Surveyed from a pool representing all 24 states Didn't know that Venezuela had 24 states And regions of the countries Answered negatively To the question Do you believe and trust in the official statistics Of the coronavirus in Venezuela That the government of Nicolás Maduro announces on a daily basis Only 11% Trusted the numbers Yeah, that's the uh, 11% that's controlling those numbers. 7.25% said, I don't know. One in five trust the government. Maybe, maybe in Venezuela. We're heading for that, folks. Now, they're all trying to get you on the vaccination train. They want you to go get vaxxed. You just heard at the top of the hour news, if I didn't uh, uh, hear correctly, uh, Rudy, I think they said that 100% of college students going to all these different colleges are going to be vaccinated. There's a reason not to send your kid to that college. They don't need to be vaccinated. They need to get the coronavirus and they're good from 17 years to life. But now we're talking about variants. Yes, yes. That's right. We got to inject a new layer of fear. That's exactly what the government is good for. More fear, more control. And hey, we got to keep you dependent. So the United States, how are we doing? We've administered the most coronavirus vaccine doses in the world, as we should. We developed it, and, and nanny, nanny, boo-boo. You know, stick your heads and doo-doo out there. The can we say third world countries of that? I mean, I mean it's fine. I mean, we can racist. Huh? Well, there's a reason why you're breaking through our borders to come here. It's to be a part of that. Forty percent of adults, seventy-five percent of seniors, at least partially inoculated. Idiots, idiots. The U.S. has doled out more than 165 million doses as of April 4th. Is most closely followed by China, 138 million. European Union, 79 million. India, 74 million. UK, 36 million. With a vaccination rate of 49 doses administered for 100 people, the U.S. is beat by Israel, um, United Arab Emirates, Bhutan, Chile, the U.K., and Bahrain. Israel, whose successful, va- successful vaccination rollout has been well documented, leads the world having fully vaccinated more than half at 53.2%. Of its over 9 million residents and partially vaccinated, 58.1%. I'm waiting for the... What, what, what do you think? Are we, we going to go full-blown I am legend on this? <laughs> you know, where, uh, you know... We've cured cancer. Three, four months into this whole thing, everyone's going to start developing rage. I think we got a little bit of that rage. Start
3: getting smarter. Yeah, we got to we'll
2: go, we'll go the, the other direction. <laughs> uh, it's not going to happen. No. Uh, a bit of, they wouldn't design something that would make us know more or be more evolved in any way. So... We're nearly at a billion vaccinations. So what we're really trying to get to, apparently, the goal of the government is to get every single person vaccinated. And New Mexico is very good at getting the lemmings and the lambs on board with all this. And have you got your vaccination? I'm willing to travel across state lines to get my vaccination. There's people who are willing to do this. Are they so stupid that they just sit there and listen To the news every single night, it's like I gotta get my vaccination. I gotta get my vaccination. I don't know. One sixth of the population fully vaccinated. Twenty eight point nine percent have had at least one dose. Okay, but here's the problem now. Now you got vaccinated. You still have to wear the damn mask because now we're talking about the B one seventeen variant and the B one three five one variant that blunted the efficacy of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. They told you this is all a charade. Why get the vaccination? Huh? You really think COVID is going to kill you? Oh, I need to go get tested, see if I had the corona. You most likely did, and you probably got through it, and you're totally fine. Why do you need to go get tested? Did it kill all these people? Had less of a fatality rate than the flu, and especially the Spanish flu back in 1917. Have you ever seen so much made up of so little? we got to shut down the schools, shut down businesses, shut down our world so we can take control of each and every human being in the United States of America. That's essentially what they're saying. Mm. This is a moving target, folks. That's all it is. You're never going to be able to fully protect yourself from everything. I mean, short of eating your own you-know-what at this point, Okay. You're going to do everything in your... And it's just like the kids. I, I hate to say this. I'm not to be gross or anything. But these kids who run around as five, six, seven, eight year olds running around eating their own burgers, they're building immunity. That's what they're supposed to do. And did your child get breastfed? If it got breastfed, it probably has 99% of everything it needs if the mother's pretty damn healthy. Where did this go wrong? How did we get to this point? If your baby was best breastfed, right... You didn't take all that formula crap. And then it's eating its boogers, and it's been sick with something, and it you know it pushed back against uh, chicken pox and everything. Your kids are going to be fine. Let them go out and play in the street, and they're probably going to survive. I played out in the street. Nothing's happened to me yet. So. <laughs> you might remember Dr. Rochelle Walensky <laughs> yes. last week. Very I, disturbed. Uh, she was She was <laughs> very upset. She was... Uh, I wish I had that video. do i can I find that video doom
3: that? I think she said yeah. she
2: was really yes. worked up she yeah. i mean she was crying, she's upset, and why aren't we doing the right thing, and she's out fauci and fauci oh it was it was <laughs> emotional it was absolutely and totally emotional. never trust a uh, trust any doctor that's crying, huh I think that's the way oh, you know what lo and behold, doubt, I think I got it. Let's see if this is gonna come in. Um, oh, no, i got to come through an advertisement first. We'll get through that in a sec. But Ms. Walensky, uh, not Lewinsky, Director of the U.S. Senators for Disease Control and Prevention, not letting science and logic lead her. She's letting emotion. Okay, She ditched her prepared remarks to voice her feeling of impending doom about rising COVID-19 cases. She flipped the script on the weeks of hopeful news in the United States' fight against the pandemic, despite the number of people who were getting impacted. Or, uh, getting vaccinated. Here it is. Let's, let's listen to... I have yet to actually fully listen to this. Let's, get, let's take a yeah. listen.
10: Yesterday, we in the United States surpassed 30 million cases of COVID-19. CDC's most recent data show that the seven-day average of new cases is slightly less than 60,000...
2: She didn't ditch it. She's reading.
10: She's. These are prepared. some cases per day. This is a 10% increase Compared to the prior seven day period, hospitalizations have also increased. The most
2: she's already got the sniffles 30 seconds in. She's almost crying.
10: Recent seven day average about 4,800 admissions per day is up from 4,600 admissions per day in the prior seven day period. And deaths, which typically lag behind cases and hospitalizations, have now started to
2: rise. Who are these idiots that are getting tested still? Honestly, I want to know. Like, you're more than a year into this. If you haven't had it in the first year, you're probably pretty good at this point. You've been wearing a mask. and you know, This is all fear porn at this point. Yeah, yeah. This is the stuff that should be banned on the Internet. This crap coming from the director for the U.S. Centers for Disease Control.
10: Increasing nearly 3% to a seven-day average of approximately 1,000 deaths per day. When I first started at CDC about two months ago, I made a promise to you. I would tell you the truth even if it was not the news uh, we wanted to hear. Uh-huh, yeah. Now is one of those yes. times when I uh-huh. have to share the truth and I
2: have to hope and trust you will listen. I'm going to pause Demi, here. I tell you what she's feeling bad about? She feels bad that she has to come to you today and actually sell you on the lockdown that all these blue states and the CDC have been advocating for that hasn't worked. She's feeling guilty, so she has to... Ju- if this is her way of dealing with her own guilt this all this is this all this is okay impending doom there's no impending doom we're not all going to die from what's coming out of the covid-19 or the variants there are with covid-21 covid-22 or this you know this projecting that's going on nothing's going to happen to you you're going to be just fine this is emotional sabotage is mm, what this mm, is mm. this is an attempt to get you to believe when the science and the data no longer needs you, and they need to go ahead and shift it into another gear and make a plea. This is like that uh, you know, bad breakup uh, that, that, that you have where it's like, oh, I, I can't live without you. Oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> the sun's not going to rise tomorrow. Oh, oh. Right? That's what this is. This is just emotional manipulation at this point. This is foolishness. You've wasted 1% of your life if you live 100 years. And if you live 75, just go ahead and do the factors all the way down. 1.5, all the way down. You have wasted this amount of your life following what the government tells you to do. Or these non-governmental organizations like the CDC. This is dangerous, folks. This is literally leveraging, well, you're only connected to every single piece of media out there and everything you're getting on your phone. You only get it from two devices, an Android or an Apple. You only get your news from three places, ABC, CBS, or NBC. Like, of course you can be told what to do. They don't even have to even try that hard. They just all have to be saying the same thing in unison. Do you get what we're saying
10: here? Sure. I'm going to lose the script. And I'm going to reflect on the recurring uh, feeling I have. Oh, I mean, she, she, she literally told you she's leaving the script because people are dying. We have so much to look forward to, so much promise and potential of where we are, and so much reason for hope. But right now I'm scared. Um, I know it's like to get a physician to stand in that patient room, gowned, gloved, masked, shielded and to be the last person to touch someone else's loved one because their loved one couldn't be there.
2: Because that was your choice. Because you didn't want to let people in there. And you're going to guilt us to the fact that you didn't let other people see their own family members because they died of COVID. How do we know that you didn't induce their level of death? How do we know that the government didn't kill these people? How do we know you don't know? This has been a one-year farce, top to bottom, from testing to vaxxing to venting. It's a money-making scheme. And you're the fool for playing the part. From shutting down your schools, your businesses, it doesn't matter. You don't want to believe that you've been lied to. I'm sitting here telling you the government has been lying to you. For more than a year to get you to do what they want you to do and because they hated the man who was running the government. That is it. It is nothing more than that. This is a pile-on of peer pressure getting you to feel stupid or crazy. This is gaslighting. Classic gaslighting to make you feel crazy to question your own reality. I hope I am conveying the level of anger that you truly have inside. I doubt that I am, because you've been numbing yourself with drugs, alcohol, well, movies, entertainment, who knows? Just to make this so you can feel like your life is worth living. At this point, if you bought into this crap from top to bottom, you've been fooled. Doesn't it feel terrible? be duped? That someone was lying to you the entire time? Don't you feel cheated on the entire time? Huh? That's what the government was doing to you the entire time because they needed to get control over you and now they're going to get you fat and happy with a little stimulus money. Huh? We're going to run your elections, we're going to run your government, we're going to run your life and we're going to run you into the ground and then you're going to do exactly what you're told and if you don't obey the law, if you don't obey the law, well we're going to go ahead and figure out a way to deal with you. Because we don't like to deal with you. You're going to do what we say. This is emotional sabotage, folks, and manipulation. When I told people to go to church, I said, yeah, go to church. Go do whatever the hell you want to do. I don't care. Don't let these people tell you what to do any longer. Sure, you've heard about this man earlier today, right? This guy was absolutely awesome. Dow sent this to me. And he said, oh, I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm absolutely toast. I'm, My done. Hero. My I'm hero. done with this. This is a man who's a pastor in the holiest of holidays in Canada who says, you know what? I've absolutely had way too much. I can't take this anymore. And why are you showing up here telling me what to do? Listen to the bravery and the courage of this man. Get out of this property immediately. Get out. Get out of this property immediately.
11: Out! I don't want to hear anything out of this property immediately. I don't want to hear a word. Out. out! Out! Out of this property immediately until you come back with a warrant. Out!
2: Those are all the police, a gang of a bunch of Nazi policemen there, ten of them in all, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine policemen there trying to intimidate a congregation and keep them from celebrating. That's what this country was built upon. You can celebrate and worship whatever the heck you want. And you can be allowed to gather and express your free speech and live your life because this is the United States of America. Or in this case, this is just a guy in Canada <laughs> uh, who's, trying to celebrate parents, Passover. Uh, parents
3: uh, were experienced. The Nazis, he grew up in communist Poland. So what you're hearing, ladies and gentlemen, is the voice of, I know we don't do this in America anymore. What you're hearing is the voice of moral courage. Moral courage this man is my new hero and they couldn't do anything about him he was he, he they ended up just leaving he was his it was his church he wasn't being violent he, he demanded that they, they had no right to be there because of their warrant and these they actually turned around and he, he just shamed them out of his church the guy's a hero absolute hero
11: out Ouch. 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 out out of this property immediately out immediately go out and don't come back don't, I don't want to talk to you. Okay. Not a word. Out of this pro- out of this property. Immediately out. I don't care what you have to say. Out. Out. Out of this property, you Nazis. Out. Out. Gestapo is not allowed. National Socialist. Immediately, Gestapo is not allowed. Out. Do you understand English? Get out of this property Go So go Go And don't come back without a warrant Out Nazi Out Out
2: You understand? Nazis are not welcome here Out And don't come back without a warrant That's probably the first uh, proper use of the term Nazi That we have heard Do not come back without a warrant You
11: understand that? You're not welcome here Nazis are not welcome here Gestapo is not welcome here. Do not come back, you Nazi psychopaths.
2: Right. Unbelievable. He, he nailed psychopaths yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, These guys don't have emotion. They don't care. Oh, yeah. They have the law. They have their badges. They have their, 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 their guns. They have the, law, the laws that have been passed. And we're going to reinforce them. This is How different is this, Rudy? You might remember when I got thrown out of the, uh, the uh, restaurant. Right. Remember when I went uh, after, right after the election? And they sent in two police officers with gloves to pick me up and throw me out. Like not in front of my kids. No, you're not going to do that.
11: Sick, evil people.
2: Evils Intimidating right? Intimidating evil. people
11: in a church during the Passover. You get stuck on Nazi, communist, fascists. Don't you dare coming back here. Can you imagine those psychopaths? Passover, the holiest Christian festival in a year, and they're coming to intimidate Christians during the holiest festival? Unbelievable. What is wrong with those sick psychopaths? It's beyond me. Wow. Wow. How dare they? How dare they? Sick people. Sick people. Unbelievable. We're living in a takeover, a total takeover of the government with their sags, guns, the brown shirts, the Gestapo wannabe dictators coming to the church with armed, with guns and tasers and handcuffs to intimidate during. Passover celebration? Well, I guess that's what it is. They want to enslave us all like the Egyptians did. They want to be pharaohs of today. That's what they're doing. Unbelievable. People, if you will not wake up, stand up, wow, I I don't know what is going to happen tomorrow if Canadians will not rise up. Look what is happening in Germany. Germany is taken over by fascism again. The wannabe Hitlers are already ruling. You cannot even leave from one city to another. It's a total lockdown. If you will not be vaccinated like a dog or a cat, you will not be able to buy or sell. You will not be able to go to school or work. Is that the future you want? Is that what you want for your children and your grandchildren? Seriously, is that the future of Canada? That's the future of Canada? Wow, unbelievable.
2: Moving video will be available tonight at rockoftalk.chat going forward since we're going to start practicing exclusivity. If you're not a subscriber you don't get on. So that'll uh, start tomorrow and we don't care if we have 2200 $2,000 you will have to pay each time. Uh, one of the guys who was a state central committee member of the Republican Party threatened to turn me in for using his email address. He said I acquired it by way of other means and uh, he said he kept giving me warnings for his spam. Uh, yeah, so he, he did that. It was very interesting how they are. So There you go. You don't want to be run by a real idea man or... Someone who has a real vision or a real future. Now you want the lemmings, the yes-men, the one who will do exactly what you want them to do. That's what they need in the Republican Party. 5.30, back and forth.
0: Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manala, Louisiana. Pumpkin pecan waffle with Sunny Side Up's own banana nut syrup and pumpkin iced coffee. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like.com.
10: In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505 550 4994.
2: Uh. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world What your favorite radio station is The Rock of Talk At ABQ.FM And AM 1600 KIVA The Kiva Here in Albuquerque
12: Hi, I'm Ben Lucero President and owner of Indigo Mortgage And proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company Right here in New Mexico Being local carries many positives for consumers Such as being able to meet face-to-face You will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market. So contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling eight three six five seven zero zero. That's eight three six five seven zero zero. Indigo Mortgage because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS 188-348.
7: Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com or call me at 243-2281.
6: It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 Two four three twenty two eighty one, or visit crowaboutmoney.com
5: Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448.
12: Dad, I think we're in deep
6: doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper?
5: Actually,
1: New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it.
6: Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers.
1: I sure do, just like I love you, Stella.
6: Hey, what about me?
1: Of course you too, Ava. Uh,
7: Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans
0: is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499. NMLS number 330093. All right, it is time we put things together starting with the weather. Looks like uh, tomorrow looks like another great day. I know the clouds, but look at they're even clearing out right now. Maybe some rain in the foothills, but that's the worst of it. I know it is uh, 82 degrees right now in Rio Rancho, 81 at Paseo Crossing, and 82 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, looks like it's still going to be tough stuff getting out of the petroglyphs west on Paseo del Norte all the way up to Universe. And still with a one lane there on uh, Unser itself between west side through Cabazon on up to southern, that too is just going to be a real test of patience for you. I'm scanning right now. I don't see any problems uh, on I-25 southbound. Heading through the athletic Curve as you go into uh, the South Valley. And looking fairly decent, I-25 and I-40. Don't see any accidents there. So that is good news for you as well. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by LifeSpring at Salon Helena. They are on all just west of Wyoming. And this is your home for Canyon water on the east side. Canyon water is alkaline water. And this really is the best for you. If you want to get healthy and stay healthy, this is the water for you. Go ahead and add to that the salt room that they have. At Life Spring at Salon Helena, and that's going to take care of any of the respiratory problems that you may be facing as well. Make your appointment by going in and just asking for your free gallon of water as well. And Mike will get that for you at Life Spring at Salon Helena on Manol, just west of Wyoming. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macroaggression. Eddie Aragon, the
2: Rock of Talk. Five thirty-six here in the Kiva on AM sixteen hundred KIVA ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and rockoftalk.tv. Happy birthday, Rudy Ronde. We've got uh, Mike Klassen. Mike, are you there? Can you hear me? I
13: sure, I sure, I can. can you hear me okay?
2: Well, you're not coming out of that mic again, but we're gonna we're gonna do our best. And uh, Murder yeah. is here on the scene, so I uh, want to see what's going on out there in, uh, in Albuquerque as far as uh, homicides. What's the latest last... Uh, what happened over the weekend? Anything?
13: All right. Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you, I went to the Los Alamos and had a dynamite uh, Easter weekend with family. And the uh, stations up there are sounding fantastic.
2: So Thank you. I appreciate that. You're
13: sounding good up there. But in, well, in lieu of me being gone, I had my executive producer... Uh, Kenny Sanchez on the scanners uh, keeping up with what's going on so it beginning with Friday April 2nd there was a homicide and they found a body in a hotel room at the travel lodge near Wandeville and Copper now this made homicide number 29 by APD's count Saturday, Saturday morning. I think was, this was like about 4.30 in the morning. Homicide number 30 where a man was found dead in a northwest Albuquerque Street near the area of Unster and Ladera. This happened again like about 4.30 or 4.30 in the morning. And he was found with multiple gunshot wounds. So that, that makes homicide number 30. And then Monday morning, April 5th, we had another one. that's today. Yesterday, that was the homicide that they found the body at the uh, uh, at the park, the Arrow Park. Here we go. They found the body at Singing Arrow Park. They're not sure exactly what the cause of death was. There was obvious signs of trauma, but they're
2: not releasing. Any well, they must know trauma. what it is because they call it a homicide, right?
13: Well, a homicide investigators are, are investigating, so you know that way they could technically say, "Well, we don't know if it's a homicide yet." But you know, I mean, when the person found blood trauma and. Uh, APD homicide detectives are investigating it. You could pretty much count on that being a homicide, although they haven't released it. Technically, that's in the area of Central and Tranway. And then uh, getting over to the weekend, we had fourteen. This is between the hours of 7 p.m. and midnight on Sunday. Sunday evening, we had uh, fourteen reports of shots fired. We had uh, three assaults. One of them was a aggravated assault where a person had a gun. If He wasn't shot. He just used a gun on the person. Three simple assaults. Uh, there was a shooting at around 8.30 where a a female victim was taken to Loveless Women's Hospital uh, with gunshot wound, due two or two conscious breathing, so it, it wasn't uh, critical. And then, of course, uh, Loveless Women's Hospital, they're not capable of even... Treating something like that, so she was transported by
2: Albuquerque ambulance to UNMH. There was uh, four family domestic disputes, four that were ca- categorized as priority two, which means urgent but not life threatening. One priority one, which was uh, life threatening, where uh, the, the female had barricaded herself inside a room to keep from getting assaulted by the husband, and then a thirty-nine or a disturbance and a in, a fight in progress. This happened at eighteen oh one Cole Place Southeast. That's right across from Saint Charles. You probably know that church had um, yeah, right across from Saint Charles Church. It was a fighting. Or did protest. you have kids lately?
13: Did I have kids? Yeah, as a matter of fact I have a daughter.
2: Well there's there's some screaming around the... I hear some kids oh, screaming in the hallway yeah. or something.
13: I moved to the wood. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, mean, I, I got it. I got it going on. Yeah, yeah, I to that
2: going on. You wanted to I get closer to it. the. You <laughs> wanted to get closer to the action, or what, <laughs> what? Relate to the people he covers. <laughs> and I am in the middle. Of, in fact, the night before last, the night before we left for uh, for Los Alamos, we had a, a shots fired call in the alley right behind my complex. So I'm. In the thick of it, a- <laughs> <laughs> he's
13: committed to this job. <laughs> I am committed. I, I should be committed, <laughs> uh, But, you know, that's, that's pretty much of a wrap for uh, Sunday. All right. it's, uh, you know, just that the, the service, a couple of assaults, some some, some auto murderies, residential murderies, stuff like that. So, no, no, big, no big deal. Clock. Don't worry.
2: Don't worry about the assaults, the residential burglaries, hold up. Oh, Those are serious crimes. Yeah, we're just gonna, yeah, we well, just care well, about the homicide count. 31, uh, what does that put us 31. on pace for? Uh, that's uh, We're on pace for 120 uh, by the end of the year, right? I mean, I'm just I cutting. So. it. I'm gonna, I'm
13: gonna, as soon as we get out there, I'm going to check with the APD's the site and see where we are as far as last year. But I think we're like twice... The uh,
2: what we had from last year, so we're we're right up there. I think we had seven seven just this week alone that were shooting related. So well, that's get you an right. idea. try to stay alive, right there, just like the BGs there, Mike.
13: Stay alive! <laughs> 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 Yay! Yeah,
2: uh, right, good that. stuff. Good he, He's even got a, like a uh, executive producer now. That's very. Did you hear that? Well, it's interesting to hear
3: these. It's taking on a little different role for me because I've been I've been listening to at night the. Derek Chauvin trial, where they're interviewing the oh emergency God. responders, I don't—I oh. actually don't listen to it. There's a guy on a, a non-YouTube website who will just cut up the, the the most important parts, and then he's a former cop, and so he does his Another commentary. Yeah. yeah, it really—it's very interesting. I mean, and it's just the the whole the. There's just so many points along the way in that incident where. Uh, don't get me started. I mean, it, it, it's well. You got to finish it. We're, no, I mean the, the, we're, we're, the, we're, we're hosting. Well, the video. thing earlier today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are talking to people. Well, earlier today, I was reading an article. I can't wait to listen to the testimony tonight, where they were sure. saying they may not have performed CPR quickly enough, and he may have been able to be saved before they performed CPR when they first when first they arrived. Yeah. And there's all these protocols, and I, I guess Sean Willoughby would know about this about <clears throat> how you know what precinct is called given the number of calls that are out in that part of the city who gets called what's the standard by which the fire comes in versus the emt versus the cop who's already on the site i mean there's just so many decisions along the way through this lengthy process because of course george floyd wasn't making things easier by resisting arrest and being beat out of his mind on drugs and all that kind of thing too and the woman who oh i can't say this word on on the air but i'd, I'd so much like to she's a firefighter, the woman who's an off-duty firefighter, she's one of the people who started videotaping it. She was just walking by. Yeah. And I know you shouldn't necessarily just because you're a first responder, you shouldn't always side with the other. This woman is virtue signaling to the nth degree. She called some of the officers a word that rhymes with witch, I guess. Apparently she used that word too. All the people who are congregating around. yeah, It's not so it's not nice when you're a cop and you're trying to do your job whether you're doing your job wrong or not whether you're killing someone or not when the crowd starts to mingle starts yelling things at you nasty words at you you don't know if this is going to go sideways and the crowd starts interfering with what you're trying to do I I don't pity these people who are who have to go to these neighborhoods like Mike's neighborhood where, where shots are fired and people beat each other up and people, people are, there's blood on the floor and somebody was on the ground and somebody was taken yeah. away. We don't know whether they, they were survived or not. Um, it's a very volatile, very difficult situation and this nasty virtue signaling off-duty firefighter woman in her testimony, she was so snippy with, with the, the, the lawyers, the judge had to stop the trial and say, stop supplying your own uh, commentary on this. You need to answer the questions of the attorney's she starts interrupting the judge, lecturing her.
14: Yeah.
3: I don't know anything about the court system. I know one thing. You shut your damn mouth when the judge is talking to you. Judges have dictatorial power in that courtroom. You don't back sass the judge. Um, so it's fascinating to me. I think the, the channel is Think Like a Cop. Uh, is the the name of the channel. It's not on YouTube. It's on another, I'd say, one of the larger video services that's not YouTube. You can find it yourself. Uh, And the guy is a former cop, and and so the channel's name is Think Like a Cop. And he kind of dissects this. He'll stop it, and then he'll do his own commentary. Uh, I would suggest if you're interested in the trial, uh, watch those clips. It, you don't have to sit in front of Court TV all day. You can At night, you can just listen and watch. I just listen to uh, what he's, what he's, his commentary is from each of the witnesses. So um, it's fascinating. Well, and the family's
2: already been paid off. I guess, oh, $27, 27 million. million. Yeah, so yeah, um, you can't Monday morning quarterback a cop. Uh, we had uh, <sighs> uh, Officer uh, Dominique Perez, and I forget the other name of the other officer, and you know what they had to do with uh, with James Boyd, who was a, a very violent person. Indeed. His family never took. I think his family got awarded five, six, seven million dollars. They couldn't handle him himself. They didn't have any interaction with them. I don't know why we're paying a family that didn't care for his own. But we have this settlement policy now that we just go ahead and take care of. Um, and I think uh, anybody who's running for mayor should have a no settlement policy with any of these dirtbags. Yeah. And I think the family of uh, of uh, George Floyd is is dirtbags. Um, I mean, this is a man who had fentanyl mess in his system. He was operating a vehicle. Why is that not being brought up at uh, all? uh, absolutely. So he has fentanyl mess. Uh, He is high on pot. And uh, so he said he couldn't breathe while he was down on the floor after he was trying to, you know, basically sling a $20 counterfeit bill. I mean, if it didn't happen there, it would have happened to him eventually. Oh. Uh, And and this is a guy who had done porn. Greatly troubled individual. Uh, Had no uh, payments of child support. uh, Had totally absent in his daughter's life, apparently, in Houston. Uh, But, you know, you give that guy a hero's send-off, man. Give that guy six, seven funerals. Air everyone on CNN, MSNBC. Tell everybody it's about Black Lives Matter, or you know, Tim Keller can run his whole entire thing on I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. You know, really, we're sick of the race beating. That's And I'm not. You know, I, I'm yeah.
3: willing to. to if, if you want to have a debate about what's the proper use of restraint why? 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 someone, why? 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 Have that debate. Why? Why? You have Why? That debate. There's no debate. Yeah, there is, well, there's there's you, a I, police I,
2: officer who needs to I'm, enforce the law, <laughs> and there are mandatory things that are being done when you decide to violate the law, and that is where the rubber meets the road. And if you are aiming a gun at me and you get shot, it's not a use of force problem for the police officer. It's, thank God, the bad guy is dead. 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 Wow. And we uh. got into this position where we got we got ourselves into this conversation here locally where we wanted to go ahead and wrap the Department of Justice involved in this situation where, well, we have 31 victims of police uh, of brutality. I'm like, well, you know, every single one of these guys has a history. They have a track record. They possessed firearms. They were involved in narcotics <clears throat> or they're just complete and totally psychotic and their family abandoned them. And I can think of two examples of that right off the top of my head. And there needs to be something that's said on behalf of the public that is in complete and total um, vulnerable, uh, vulnerability uh, to these these public nuisances that have turned and been uh, sort of accelerated. Well, I think and we-, we don't think about that any longer. Our police officers are like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and I'll phone in, in 25, 30 years and I, I'm not going to engage in anything. I'll write a report. Well, I guess there's a shooting going on. There's three kids up in Four Hills, but we can't engage because we have Department of Justice. Meanwhile, IPS is doing everything they can to go ahead and and engage the the perpetrator, and he's murdering children right there because of what's happened. Those three children are dead. The only reason they're dead is because we decided to take it upon ourselves to go ahead and create new rules of engagement based upon the Department of Justice. Mm. Every single one of those guys that gets shot in these situations may have had that coming to them. It was just a matter of time. And George Floyd was certainly one of those people. I don't know why we continue to promulgate human trash as if they're heroes in any of this. I don't know why we have to continue to create monuments about people who are terrible people in their lives, but suddenly, because something happened to them, their family gets paid off, off, and we're creating statues to these people? (laughs) Seriously. Who would ever think about creating a monument to George George Floyd in these... this trash. Nobody. Trayvon Martin. Oh, God. You know, no. and, and and the gentle giant. Yeah, <laughs> we have all of these situations that have been manufactured by the media. And folks, this is what socialism and communism is all about, is to get you to be compliant, to go with what they tell you to do. And if, and if you don't, Eddie Aragon's a racist. Eddie Aragon is perpetrating this violence even further. He's not sensitive enough. When's the last time you've seen these people be sensitive enough to us? <laughs> Honestly. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about the the human tribalism that's going on Whoa. here in this world. It's, it's based upon race,
14: yeah,
2: yeah. And you ain't in it. And if you aren't this, and you aren't that, and like we can do that too. Do you want to? You want, I think us Hispanics should get together and start being more tribal together and say, you know what, you aren't in the Hispanic club. How about that? Right. right. Seems to work guys, for other, you, other groups. It <laughs> <you, you laughs> works for other groups. Hispanics just haven't been like that. Like you can't co-opt us. We're not white. We're not black. And we're not going to be a part of any of these other things that are going on at this point. Hmm. I mean, do we do that? No, because it's not for the betterment of the overall good. And we were here before the United States. Let's just get that through. You want to, you want to put rhyme to reason in the midst of all this? That, that's it right there. I'm literally sick and tired of this race baiting, this peddling that's going on, or talking about the, what this particular officer turned out that this particular officer knew George Floyd before any of this happened. They had a relationship ahead of time. There's way more to the story. No, there's, uh, but there's a much. bigger agenda in the midst of all... Well, stuff. I mean,
3: what you, the phrase you used that I think that resonated with me the most, thinking about this weekend, listening to all this testimony, is second-guessing. You don't have the option of second-guessing no. when you're dealing with the actual incident itself. And we so want that officer to go home. Hindsight is, is you know, you're, you're, is theory world versus real world. I'm, I'm a, I'm a alleged intellectual. I'm always up for a theoretical debate about everything, anything. But at that moment, you're dealing with this guy, beaked out of his mind on drugs, passing a $20 bill so he could get actual currency. Uh, he was buying a banana, apparently. He, want, he wanted to buy something very cheap so he could get the maximum amount of actual currency back. Um, and it's uh, this whole trial... Uh, the, the, the opposing counsel and the witnesses how,
2: how many it's, Richard Pryor jokes did we just miss because of that I, 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 I'm just going to keep going um,
3: <laughs> that, that's what the video seems to show that he's buying a banana um, this whole the whole trial is an exercise in second guessing versus the reality of what those officers were facing right. on the ground at the moment with a very big scary dude who was saying the things that all perps say I can't breathe I have claustrophobia. Don't put me in the car. They, people say that kind of stuff to cops all the time. You have a growing amount of people screaming epithets at the cops, collect, including one of their own, an off-duty firefighter woman who apparently is some big you know left wing activist. Like this.
2: bacon, pigs, whatever they call them. Uh,
3: so you know, to me, folks, uh, I, I have a, I have not learned anything listening to all this witness testimony so far that has really changed my mind about the situation. It is not what you were told a year ago when all the fires started. Was he gainfully um, employed? No, I don't think so. No, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't. He was turning his
2: life around in, no, a, new, in a new city. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> <Exactly>. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Yeah. He's human filth. Yeah. He's human filth. Yeah. I don't say. I'm not saying he deserved what was happening to him. But the guy had fatal trouble. amounts of fentanyl in his system. He had drugs in his system. And let me tell you what the leftists are looking at this. You know what they're thinking to themselves right now? They're like, yeah, you know what? We hope that he gets exonerated so we can destroy our own city. They are literally looking forward to to their OJ moment. They cannot wait for him to be proclaimed... Uh, not guilty. Oh, and it won't be the just moment, Minnesota. the moment, it's, it's not guilty. It's war on Minneapolis. Let's yep. tear it apart, and let's go ahead and uh, create some lace-up sneakers and some t-shirts and some slogans so a couple of government organizations so we can win some elections nationwide yeah. and feel like your life has some sort of purpose. Yep. Uh, Black Lives Matter, my life has purpose. Or Antifa, my life has purpose. Your, your life really doesn't. As a collective, it doesn't. Hmm. If you don't have you know your own purpose in your own life, And your own cause with, you know, your family and your job and the things that you want to accomplish in your own life, then you don't have purpose. You're just part of some sort of random cause that's out there that's been created. And it's meaningless. It's just another little blip in history. That's all it is. And the people who are making money, they're at the top of this organization. Whether it's uh, Alicia, whatever her name is, out of Oakland, or it's George Soros. Like, you're all a bunch of manipulated little tools. (laughs) (laughs) And you're flying the flags and running around through the streets of Albuquerque back in 2016, flying your Mexican flag, saying how Donald Trump's racist. We got conservatives on another radio station, uneducated conservatives at that, right? Two women who came through here, opportunists. And they're exactly that, and we're like, oh no, no, were suddenly we're conservatives? Well, who's flying the uh, the Mexican flag up and down all the way throughout downtown? We're given that opportunity. They're <laughs> just looking for anybody to give them some airtime, folks. Look, this is all going to boil down to what is going to have the maximum impact, and they know that if that officer is exonerated, it justifies their ability to be violent, it creates a larger cause, and they are going to build upon that. Yep. Don't be duped or fooled by thinking that they want justice. There's no justice. You know that what the justice is right now for them? They got paid off $27 million on a settlement that they didn't even have to go to court for. Like, well, just pay them to shut up. You know what happens when you pay people? They're going to they're gonna talk even louder. They're going to... Speak even more. That's what they do. Encourages more of the same. Oh, yeah. And you're building it up. And, you get more and, of and what and you th- subsidize. <laughs> exactly. And, and the attorneys who are going to show up for all this? I'm like, whoa, they made $27 million. <laughs> Can we you get think, a third of that? You think Ben <laughs> Crump, you know, three quarters of our audience, you know, most of these people are like, yeah, they know who Ben Crump is. But I'm telling you, most of the people who know anything about all this race bait that's going on, you know who's the biggest race baiter there is right now? The guy who's making the most amount of money, Ben Crump. Mm-hmm. That's a $10 million payday out of that $27 million, and guaranteed, he didn't donate that back to the hood so that people could go ahead and find more opportunity. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. Buys another mansion. <sighs> That's where we are, folks. Well, if you want to talk about race, I can talk about race all day. Right? Uh, APS has gotten too big and too powerful. It needs to be broken up. Uh, good text. John. John. Any, uh, my mother, is a public school teacher, and she's fed up with fighting the system every day just to teach kids the way they should be taught. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. Good good text. Chuck checks in uh, to what the Europeans do. Let the public funds follow the student to the public or private. You got it. Immediate end to public school monopolies. Love that. Uh, Eddie, when the teachers took off in March 2020, maidens and custodial personnel didn't get off and have been working daily while public teachers were staying at home. Good one. They have. Uh, they have always done that. Uh, we got a couple of calls. Uh, Eddie, if I hear another teacher claim... <laughs> That they're a hero. I'm about to freak out on them. Heroes face danger to save others. These teachers abandon their students and don't care about their lives. Like Eddie, I mean the public school union diaper teachers. That's from Steven. Uh, Heroes
3: face danger to save others. They abandon their students. I'm I'm, I'm taking that down word for word.
2: (laughs) Uh, Eddie, the caller, should get off his fat rump and cook dinner for his wife so she wouldn't have to. Uh, just a reminder, a genuinely deadly pandemic doesn't require 24-7 advertising to remind you it exists. <laughs> very good. Very good. <laughs> very good. Real pandemics don't need marketing campaigns and endless propaganda, but psychological operations do. Oh, that is the best. Uh, some Yeetan-type folks are predicting that the protein spikes will create plaque in the brain. Alzheimer's. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh. Take off your mask, folks. You're breathing in your own toxins. Uh, Mike is living in the hood, huh? Well, S.O.B., a year into the pandemic, America remaining, America's remaining lesbian bars are barely hanging on. <laughs> I'll, I'll check on That's it. really funny. Now we, need a le- now we need lesbian bar stimulation packages. <laughs> oh, wait, I think those already exist. Uh, these are your texts, guys. i just reading them. Perfect, Eddie. You're welcome. I don't know what's perfect. Uh, preach it. Preach it. Uh, Martin says, yes, Eddie, preach it. You are 100% correct. Thank you for having the balls to say, say it, and thank you for your radio show. I love the way you run your station. Thank you, Martin. Who's that dude? R.I.P. there. Whoa. Can't say that. I just told my brainwashed friend, stupid M.F., that dude's awesome. Who's that dude? Okay, that's good, good stuff. I wish I could say it, and it's not after 10. The pastor was followed after this by four motorcycles, cruisers, and 10 officers. Dangerous guy. Hope he has guns. Probably not. He's in Canada. I saw AOC ban the word surge, but MLG has it on the highway fear signs. She does, I see the surge. Yep. Uh, keep up the good work. That's Eddie checking in. After all that, back and forth. You see, he wants to he wants to go hit the hit the balls out there on the on the golf course. Our favorite part so far, that outraged Polish pastor or rabbi. He's, he's what great. courage. Yep. Uh let's see, I gotta get to all the Hunter Biden stuff. I'm gonna spend the first hour tomorrow. Just nothing but Hunter. I mean, stay tuned for that. Suddenly the media has discovered Hunter now that he has a book out. The Parmesan cheese. Once again, MLG shows their true colors are born and bred careers. Manipulator and abusive gaslighter of the highest order. Language always gives you away, and there's no more meaningless and useless word in the English language than the word hope. I agree. Somebody is filled with hope. Tell me, Governor, what is hope put food on the table? A roof over one's head or access to heat, electricity, and clean water. This is great. Excellent. This is women is so sincere, insincere, disingenuous, and so phony. It is beyond disgusting. That's the text of the day. You guys are on point. I'll read the rest of your text next hour, so stay tuned. Call you in the Kiva, Go ahead, very quickly. That's you going once, going twice. I'm going to hang up on you. Hello?
12: Yep, Hello? very quickly.
2: You have 20 seconds.
12: Yeah, I, I have a question, but go off air, please.
2: <sighs> I don't know what you want to answer This is a live show on air I'm not gonna answer. I have zero time in my life For off air questions to indulge you Yes, the most expensive means of removing a president ever Canadians standing up more than Americans Ain't nobody worth $27 million <laughs> There you go Maybe that's the question <laughs> you think George, George had a George $27 Floyd. million dollar earning potential oh, really For the rest did. of his
14: life
2: yeah. <laughs> $27 million drug habit for the rest of his life maybe. Uh, Once he didn't make the NBA I think it was over for him you know, he wasn't going to be the—he wasn't going to be the guy that was splitting atoms, or <laughs> no, no little Salamis job for him. <laughs> All right, third hour coming up then. This is the Rocker Talk on AM sixteen hundred KIVA, Albuquerque.
6: Chief takes the stand. I'm Lee LaSera, Fox News. As week two of the trial of Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer charged in the death of George Floyd, began. Police Chief Mandaria Arundando was questioned by the prosecution about the method Chauvin used to restrain Floyd, needling on his neck.
7: That in no way, shape, or form is anything that um, uh, is by policy, is not part of our training, And it is certainly not part of our ethics or our values.
6: And Chief Arredondo said the fact that Chauvin didn't render aid to Floyd is also a violation of policy. He fired Chauvin and three other officers the day after Floyd's death. Chauvin's lawyer claims Floyd's drug use and health problems contributed to his death. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot has ordered the city's police department to capture the person who provided a 13-year-old boy the handgun he was carrying last week when he was fatally shot by a police officer. The president again saying a tax hike won't hurt the economy as he pushes his roughly $2 trillion infrastructure plan.
7: President Biden says his proposed corporate tax rate increase to pay for an infrastructure bill is fair. You
1: have 51 or 52 corporations of a Fortune 500 having paid a single penny in tax for three years. Come on, man. The
7: president's proposal would increase the top corporate tax rate to 28 percent, up from 21 percent. Republicans have signaled strong opposition to the plan, and West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin also argues 28 percent is too high. Democratic leaders are considering approving a $2 trillion infrastructure bill with a budget process, eliminating 60 vote filibuster requirements. Jared Halpern. Fox News.
6: A vigil outside a hospital about 30 miles north of New York City for rapper DMX. The 50-year-old is on life support after suffering a heart attack Friday. America is listening to Fox News.
1: Businesses that run like clockwork establish routines they trust. That's why over a million companies rely on Cintas. We'll help you protect employees and customers with essential safety supplies. Inspect your fire protection systems and devices. Hygienically launder your uniforms and keep you well stocked with the leading hand sanitizers and disinfecting wipes. Learn how Cintas can help you open your doors with confidence.
13: Oh, i ready.
1: Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday
7: hey you should move over red right
1: return right red right return
7: no just red right return because no i'm saying red right return but then right to agree okay
10: but you're on the i should have said correct
7: i know it's red right return but you're on the left
10: and it's red right return red
14: right
4: return. the tides can turn quick on the water progressive has you covered as a leader in boat insurance get a quote today at progressive.com oh i was on the left
6: right please stop talking
4: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates
6: Residents remain evacuated as emergency workers try to limit the seeping of chemical wastewater from a shuttered fertilizer plant along Florida's Gulf Coast.
8: Manatee County, Florida officials say the situation at the Piney Point chemical plant and the surrounding community remain
4: status quo. Seepage rates remained steady overnight at approximately 2 a.m. An infrared drone identified a signature that could indicate a second breach. Though Public
8: Safety Director Jake Sauer says a second breach isn't confirmed, pumping continues in an effort to prevent a failure of a reservoir containing water laced with phosphorus and other damaging chemicals. The situation is forcing residents to flee and major truck routes to be shut down. In Broward County, Florida, Evan Brown, Fox News.
6: Another riot inside a St. Louis prison. You
4: can see broken glass on the third floor of the St. Louis Justice Center where chairs and other debris were thrown down to the street below Sunday night, as well as damage from the last riot there in February, the third riot in recent months, where inmates escaped their cells, damaged property, and set fires inside the prison. Inmates have complained about conditions and missed court dates over coronavirus mandates. The city transfer about 120 inmates after the last riot were told no injuries this time no word on weapons as the city tries to get a handle on control of its prison Jeff Manasso, Fox News. A
6: hiker in North Carolina has been rescued and is largely unheard after slipping from an overlook and tumbling about 1,000 feet in Pisgah National Forest. The hiker whose name was not released was on a trail before sunrise yesterday when he fell. Rescue crews had to repel about 150 feet to reach him. It's the third rescue of a hiker in the state this year. Wall Street, the Dow up 371, closing at a record high. The Nasdaq plus 225, the S&P added 58, also a record high. I'm Lee Silasara. This is off news.
1: Are you ready?
2: 505 and more. 411 here for your third hour. Um, It was such a funny comment. Uh, A year into pandemic, America's remaining lesbian bars are barely hanging on. Uh, Now we need a lesbian bar stimulation package. Uh, Paula actually quoted in uh, the uh, second coming PrideSource.com, huge uh, lesbian and uh, gay men following. So just a little FYI there for you guys uh, out there. But she was included in here. And, uh, okay, we... Great song. It's one of my favorite uh, songs. Yeah, she can Back sing from the. She really can. Right here, Paula. That's why. That's why. You, maybe you went the other way because you know you didn't find your John Wayne. Right. There's something to be said about that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Not enough alphas in the male colony, right? Any longer. I think that's fair. Low T levels, they say. Low, Low T levels. <laughs> You can oh, take pills for that, apparently. Soy boys,
3: yeah. Soy you know boys. why?
2: You know why all these men are getting these weird heart attacks and these rips and their a- aortas and all that? Do you know why that's happening? We're taking too many pills. Interesting. It's happened a lot. It's a very uncommon thing, and I think people try to, you know, say, "Eddie, you're totally wrong about this." I said, "Prove me wrong." Every single one of these guys that is having this type of increased blood flow. Right. Oh, we got to increase the blood flow. I got to got to get an extra pep in my step. No, Mm. no, you don't. Your 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 grandfather didn't have a problem staying married fifty years. You know, I mean, you know, where's where is uh, where have all the cowboys gone? Well, I think we you start popping pills and uh, you have no more cowboy. Everything we do
3: through our days, not moving around, looking at screens, popping all sorts of pharmaceuticals. Yeah, there you go. It's the complete opposite of what we. Well, I would say evolved from, but whatever. Our, our human beings were meant to move around. We're meant to be outside. I think uh, we, we, when we don't do that, that's why I spend every morning with the dogs in Corrales, whether it's 10 degrees or whether it's 99 degrees. You become Buzz and Woody. There you go.
2: Buzz and Woody. <laughs> Toy Story. It really is a, a little bit of that. Uh, all right. Lots to get to in our third hour here uh, in the Kiva, and uh, some really interesting things happening. I don't know if you guys heard about the massacre in Mozambique, um, but, you know, again, it's one of the highest holy holidays uh, out there. New images have actually come out, and we got to put this stuff out because none of it's getting reported. Of course not. It's an attack by ISIS terrorists. Hey, guess what? Trump's no longer president, and ISIS is back in the news, ladies and gentlemen. Published by Sky News on Monday, shows fires burning in the strategic northern city of Palma. Others show bedsheets and other items arranged on the ground that spell out help, Oof. SOS. They're literally just murdering people out there ISIS with machetes. ISIS claims responsibility for another attack on March 24th according to a a site which is an extremist monitoring group. Their claim alleged that the Islamic State of Central Africa province controlled Palmas banks, government offices, factories and army barracks and that more than 55 people including Mozambican army troops, Christians and foreigners were all killed. Meanwhile, the director of the advisory group, Dick Advisory Group, a private military company contracted by the Mozambican police to help fight the rebels, described fighting in the streets and pockets throughout the town. And it is about to get a lot worse because nobody is intervening. Uh, the UN's not in session and nothing is really happening uh, at this point. Not that the UN uh, really does anything. But if you want to see some really disturbing images, just look at what happens in some of these uh, third world countries. And yes, they are third world uh, Friday, we did not get a chance to uh, talk about this, but um, I don't want to talk about terrorist attacks. I didn't consider it a terrorist attack, uh, really. Uh, when you think about what had happened, we had all of our troops that are there. We had a Capitol policeman, uh, I believe, who was murdered, uh, according to the reports, but we don't know. We don't know what we've seen. Uh, the man who apparently rammed the car into two officers had a barricade outside the U.S. Capitol. And I'm going to go with the AP report, For a specific reason. Because everywhere else they're talking about radical Muslims and ISIS. But not on the AP. That's right. Killing one of them before he was shot to death by police. Had been suffering from delusions, paranoia, and suicidal thoughts. It's always mental illness. No. It's never radical Islam. It's it's always delusions, paranoia, and suicidal thoughts. But white supremacy, right? White supremacy. That's the reason for...
3: Yeah, they, they, they completely know what they're doing. You can't have mental problems if you're a white supremacist, but if, you're, if yes. you don't fit the narrative, then it's some sort of mental disease.
2: Okay. Investigators believe it was an isolated incident from a disturbed young man. The other Friday afternoon, attack shows the driver emerging from a crash car with a knife in his hand, starting to run at a pair of, of officers. Capitol Police Acting Chief Yogonada Pittman told reporters police shot the suspect, 25-year-old Noah Green, who died at the hospital. And I'm going through this entire thing. I'm just looking for one mention of anything that he is doing this in the name of Allah. He described himself as a follower of a nation of Islam and its founder, Louis Farrakhan, and spoke of going through difficult time when he leaned on his faith. Well, apparently he didn't lean on his faith hard enough because he went out and committed uh, this act there at U.S. Capitol. Now, I happen to believe in the possibility, I didn't say that it is definitely happening, but I happen to believe in the possibility, just because of the uh, synchronicity of the political nature of what's happening, and sort of in the broader perspective, the backdrop, if you will, the epoch, if you will, and these events happening during this time for more crowd control and to kind of keep the, uh, the, the fire stoked, that these guys are triggered. Yes, I said it, triggered, much in the way that we see Jason Bourne in his Bourne Identity movies. Does anybody remember those movies? Am I the only person who happened to see Mind <laughs> Control, M.K. Ultra, in, right, in the most probably powerful, you know, government-oriented, you know, spy film of the last 20 years, the Born Identity series? The whole thing is Jason's trying to remember who the hell he is. Mm. He has no idea what he, why he does what he does. He knows that he's a killing machine, and he's trying to get back to the point where he can get to the person... Who originally programmed him, which I believe was Jason, I forget the guy's the last name, the actor who passed away a couple of years ago. And he's trying to get back to that point. You don't think these guys sitting alone on the internet, someone reaches out to them on their instant messenger or the computer or something like that, it's like, someone's, hey bro, what's up? Oh, I don't know, what's up? Well, you, were, I saw you were in this chat room and you were talking about, you know, how much you loved um, Islam, how much you love Allah, and... I wanted to see if, uh, you know, we wanted to get together sometime. How do we know that that didn't happen? How do we know that there isn't people who are continuing to feed these people and getting them up to such a point where they aren't getting... Why is this not a possibility? That's what I want to know. Why are we not discussing that? Oh, because, oh, it's conspiracy theory. Oh, it's conspiracy. Alex Jones is crazy. You know, oh, if you're on the radio, you're a conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. I'm just talking about the possibility. I didn't say it happened. I would just like to explore more of that possibility instead of, well, well he was paranoid. Great person to prey on. Find someone who suffers from delusions, paranoia, and suicidal thoughts. Let me let me just tell you, I have a whole political philosophy, and I can just go ahead and amp that person up. Or so says Jolene Kruger. Oh no. oh, no. He brought oh, her up again. Ladies oh, and oh, you did not know I was going to shift in this direction. <laughs> this is why you listen to The Rock of Talk, because I'm going to take a <laughs> national an And I'm going to turn it local. <laughs> I can't take it. Because <laughs> I really feel like this was a giant... What, I know we're using jab a lot for the new show. But uh, uh, I, I can't get away from this. Not Jolene again. No. Jolene. Jolene. The way she sings that. Dolly pardon's good. Yeah. <sighs> I'll, I'll wait on that just for a second, okay? Folks, before we go into any of that later on, let me let me say something. Your faith is now being questioned. We're in the high, holy time. Easter has just come. He has risen. Really feel it, you know, spring, it's new. Jesus is in your life. People are going back to church. Many of these changes that have been done in the Catholic Church, what what's happened? They're more worried about who's coming and obeying Michelle Lujan Grisham's edicts. Right? These faith leaders, as written in the uh, Santa Fe, New Mexican this morning, it was a penance service unlike any other that they had given. Standing before rows of parked vehicles, Palm Sunday service was a concession to provide a sought after service for the congregation, one of the most important holiday periods of Christianity. They can go ahead and offer all sorts of lip service to this. The fact of the matter is your Catholic Church has abandoned its flock. The Archbishop, during this time, let's just let's take inventory for a second of what's happened over the last year. St. Pius pretty much up for sale. They can't afford it. The school's about to go defunct, and it's about to be over. All right? They don't care. Like you know what we got to pay off. I got to sell off my own house. Our Archbishop Wester is like, well, I've only lived in the house for a year. We got to sell this thing off because I got to pay for the uh, pedophiles that we enabled in our own church. That's the Roman Catholic Church in the uh, state of New Mexico. The archdiocese is going along, ironically enough. Michelle Hong Grisham graduated from where? St. Michael's Horseman. Father Timothy Mart- P- Martinez said people participated in the process and the pastor told me that people appreciated being able to get to confession without endangering themselves. Yes, we're all worried. You know, we're like, we're not worried. Like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. It's just my time. You know, Jesus, protect me. Let me say a, a few prayers. I'll protect myself. I'm fine. Sure, I'll wear the mask. I'll do what needs to be done. But let's just celebrate damn mass already. Huh? Let's get this out of the way. Let's get back to school. Get back to church. But no, we're not. we're not going to... And this is what happens when your faith leaders aren't faithful. Maybe they don't believe. Maybe this is all just about wearing the robe and doing the wine and getting the power and doing the ritual. I mean, does it ever occur to you that some of these priests are just like hollow suits? Much like some of these politicians, they're just jokers. I mean honestly, let's look at these some of these characters. I mean what are they doing? They're doing whatever they're being told. Are they real leaders? No, they're going to do whatever Michelle Luhan Grisham tells them, or whatever. And Michelle Louhan Grisham is going to do whatever the government's telling her. She gets her agenda from New Jersey. You know what New Jersey did today or uh, the last few days? They also decided to give a vaccine to every single person that was older than 16 years of age. Now, there's two ways two ways to be mentally strong. One is truly believe, okay? Truly believe that nothing can happen to you. That God's got your back. That you come from a great family that you know that God always provides, that in the end, God is going to come through for you, you can't challenge that. Nobody can challenge me. Those are the things I say to myself all the time. I say, thank you, Lord. I don't pray for anything. I don't supplicate. Maybe some of you do. You're like praying for, oh, I hope I get that raise. Oh, I hope I get that car. Oh, I just hope I... No. Don't hope for you. Hope, as we heard earlier in the program, is just one of those empty words. It's not a strategy, and it is anything that really anybody can follow through on. But if you're a pastor... The leader of your flock is saying, well, we're going to go ahead and cede to the edicts of the government. Maybe that's not a church you want to go to, honestly. I'm a knight of Columbus. Maybe it's time to walk away from the Catholic Church. Huh? Not a bad idea at this point. Just say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and celebrate my own faith. I'm going to, you know, do my first Holy Communion. I'll do my confirmation. I'll do all that. Maybe I just don't want to follow the, the church itself at this point. My faith is important to me, but maybe I want to step away from all this kind of stuff. Let me go. Let me do one further from you. Oh nonsense, nonsense! John F. Kennedy, we had a Catholic. Have we had a Catholic leader in the White House? <laughs> uh, I give you Exhibit A. If that's a Catholic leader, have you seen a guy by the name of Hunter Biden? Have you seen this disgusting creature? He's gross in every way, shape, and form. Hunter Biden. He's all over the place. He's smoking Parmesan cheese. Anything that'll look, look, look like cocaine. Yeah. I, I do not want to be celebrating Mass with anybody by the name of Hunter Biden. I spent more time on my hands and knees picking through rugs, he says. Smoking anything that even remotely resembled crack cocaine. I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone that you know. This guy is literally sleeping with underage women. In China, no less, and they've got the goods on him. I mean, I went one time for 13 days without sleeping, smoking crack, drinking vodka exclusively throughout his entire time. His dad shows up on his front door. He says, "What are you doing here?" He calls him "honey." Did you know that? Did you Did you hear that strange word he calls his son? God, that family's creepy. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what I would do if my dad called me the same name that he calls my mom, "honey." Honey, what? Boy, you better get your butt back in there and clean that room. <laughs> Honey, what are you doing? I said, Dad, I'm fine. You're not fine. You think they were relying on the Catholic Church? You see the point I'm making here? Not to kind of get too broad-based, but I believe Joe Biden was literally letting his faith lead him, was he? When he wasn't whispering in a little girl's ears and creeping them out and feeling them out while he was taking pictures. You've seen the photos the videos. It hasn't been scrubbed on the Internet. If Joe Biden is Catholic, I invented, I don't don't even know what, what can you even say? You can't say anything. I'm probably more Catholic than Joe Biden. Everyone's (laughs) more Catholic than Joe Biden. His son is sleeping with his dead wife, I mean his dead uh, brother's wife. Joe Biden's like, yeah, yeah, that's okay. We're We're glad glad they found each other. No worries. no worries. It's fine. You know, if you go to a Catholic church today, most of the homilies that you're hearing it's like, "Well, you know, we got through this eternal, we got through this eternal spring, and and we're going to go ahead and we're we're fighting back." This is showing that God's resilience is getting it. This isn't showing any of that. God's like turning around and looking at you guys, like, "Boy, you guys invented a disease. I don't even have to really invent because you guys invented it in a lab in China's Wuhan lab, and you decided to create your own political stuff. Well, you get what you deserve. I'm going to shut the." <laughs> You are going to be the victim of your own devices. So I told you the first way is to be a faithful person. Believe in God. Believe in a higher power. Okay? The second way, this is where Dowd and I can really relate, because Dowd is is not a believer, and that's okay too, because he has the First Amendment, what, that gives him the right to not believe as much as it gives me the right to believe. Okay? How about being an optimist. Dark can tell you all about all sorts of other stuff, but he knows the key to everything is not to look at things in a dour and gloomy and depressed way, but to actually look forward and positive and opportunity and use your brain and your efforts and everything. Are we doing that right now? Taking control of our destiny and deciding that you know what? You're not going to live like this any longer. We're not going to deal with variants. And we're not going to go ahead and get reduced to nothing. Because we have decided that COVID has got the best of us. And we're better together. No, it's all baloney. All the research has led us to being an optimist. The Optimist Club. Uh, Pull up the Optimist Creed. uh, Dowd from the Optimist Club. Which I think we should read you. I think it's an important thing to read. Be so incredibly mentally strong that no one can take away... Not from you. Right now, everyone's coming to whatever bad news is out there. They're like, well, you know what? It's about to get worse. Things aren't going well. Things are going to get worse. Things are going to get worse. Maybe for you, but I'm going to do whatever the hell I want, wherever I want, when I want. If someone tries to get in the way, I'll do better by fighting that person than I will by doing what I'm being told to do. The Gestapo, the Nazis. The Optimist Creed is fabulous. The doubt will read it to you. It's pretty impressive. It is. It's one of my favorite things to read, and I have that. I have, I have three poems, okay? And I'll, I'm not going to give away the third, but I have If by Rudyard Kipling, which I think is the most important poem that there is.
3: But tomorrow you'll be a man, my son.
2: And the other one, exactly, the other one, of course, is The Optimus Creed. Go ahead, Doug.
3: The Optimist Creed. Promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. To talk health Happiness and prosperity to every person you meet. To make all your friends feel that there is something in them. To look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. To think only of the best. To work only for the best. And to expect
2: only Only the the best. best.
3: To be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own. To forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future. To wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature you meet a smile. To give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. That's right. To be too large for worry, too noble for anger, too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. Boy, that's a good affirmation. I should start every morning with that. It is a (laughs) great
2: thing. And it uh, keeps you centered in terms of keeping things positive and focused forward, okay? I mean, people could say, oh, you got down about this. I literally lost two elections in the last three months. Am I upset about it? It didn't change me one bit. Not one bit. It actually accomplished what I wanted it to, go, to accomplish, to be quite honest. I really feel feel good about that. I'm not down about it. I mean, and what type of guy is you know doing all the things that I'm doing? And then in addition to that, doing a radio show... <laughs> I mean, I can't even enunciate all the things that I'm doing every single day. I have a fun time uh,
3: imagining what's his next project. I yeah, play that, kind of, I play that game I in my mind for for Eddie. It's like uh, it was earlier this year getting getting us up on all the platforms, uh, expanding yeah, the, 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 the network, everything else, running for these political offices. You, you, and I was like, you, what's you he going to do next? I
2: and you got your Rock of Talk <laughs> chat thing going. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean, just firing away every day. That's all we're doing. Focusing forward, doing whatever we can to improve the next day, month, year that's ahead of us I bring all this to you because there's a lot of things that make you question your own reality The gaslighting that I talked about earlier, you can prevent that from happening if you believe in a higher power, if you believe in God or say that optimist creed studies show by the way that optimists live longer deeper and more supportive with their friends even though they may not necessarily have more friends than less optimistic people. Their upbeat attitude, they don't just believe that good things will happen. They believe that their behavior matters and that they have the ability to change things, so they're more likely to take action and make progress towards their goal. They believe that there's hope for everybody, everybody, because they believe their experiences shape their point of view. What's really surprising that people who had bad experiences like divorce or the death of a loved one still felt like good things would happen in the future. Things are going to get better. You know what we're not getting? We're not getting that things are going to get better. We're getting that things are going to get better only if we elect this person, only if we choose to do what they tell us to do, only if we put on our mask, only if we get vaccinated. None of that has anything, no bearing whatsoever on your own personal happiness. And the Catholic Church or any other church or organization that's abdicating to the state for whatever reason, they certainly don't believe that either. They like control. And your president, along with his son, boy, you could never be more or less in control of your own life than when you are inebriated, than when you are, I should also say, <laughs> drugged up. And that's what we've been for the last year. Heck, we just passed hot. Why? I don't know why. Because economic incentives, because economic diversification. This guy, Hunter Biden, is admitting to smoking Parmesan cheese. Why? It's a giant smoke screen that you're going to hear about more tomorrow. I'm going to start going into more detail. We're going to spend some time during our 5 o'clock hour, okay? I'm going to start the 5 o'clock hour for the remainder of the week on Hunter Biden. And we're going to go back to Dan Burrell. We're going to go back to BGK. We're going to go to Bill Richardson. We're going to be talking about all of those things. And it's not just one side of the aisle. It's both sides of the aisle. And it's impacting a lot of things. New Mexico has a very deterministic view of things. It be- And by deterministic, I mean that we believe that only these types of things are going to happen because New Mexico. When I say that because New Mexico, it's like it's inevitable. We have to get that uh, away from that level of inevitability. I don't try because... I feel like I'm going to succeed. I try because I have to. I choose to do something not because I'm going to be successful at it. I don't know if I'm going to be successful. It doesn't depend upon me. That doesn't mean you shouldn't try to do it. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't give it your best effort, give it your all. You shouldn't hang it out there. Like, you have one life to live. I've chosen to do something every single day of my life, every week of my life, or whenever the opportunity presents itself. I said, okay, maybe I should do that. Let's try that. Let's try that. Let's try that. There's no manifest destiny, some sort of eventuality like some of these politicians plot out. Well, I'm going to be a representative, and then I'm going to be running for Senate, and then I'm going to be running for Congress, and I'm going to run for Senate, and I'm going to run for, you know, they, they just, they map out these unilateral wet dreams of everybody worshiping on their feet. That's narcissism, folks. It's absolute narcissism and that's all the people who are running us at this point point. and trust me there's not a single narcissist who believes in God not one they believe in themselves yeah. and very hollow at that I can tell you that there is nobody who's a narcissist in this world who believes in a higher power that is a fact take that to the grave our mental health is the most important thing we can possibly have I know a lot about that I'm a grandson to a schizophrenic grandmother. But let me tell you, those moments where I could connect with her and really emotionally get her charged up and she was happy to be around me, those were moments of absolute pure joy. That ability to connect with her maybe made me more healthy than almost anything else that I have because I know that that's also a possibility. That I'm just one step away from going that direction or to, to realize that I can go and talk with some of the most powerful people on the radio or any sort of political realm and, 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 and be with both of those two types of people and feel no difference in myself. Other than, boy, it was really nice to talk with both of those people. That's being centered. I'm extremely worried about the level of narcissism in some of our politicians. Particularly the latest is Matt Gates. And I'm not sure how much you've been reading on this guy. But I'm very happy that a lot of people are moving away from him. This guy is literally peddling a bunch of different things to other Republican congressmen. He's, he's just like Hunter Biden. I guess hanging out with underage women. Okay. He's getting, he's making the Republican Party look Tucker Carlson. Let me tell you, let me tell you. When he was on with Tucker Carlson, and you have to watch that eight-minute video, Tucker was, like, bewildered. Like, why are you coming on here and involving me in your own personal stuff? Like, you had to go so far to defend yourself that you had to invite me and my wife into a conversation on national TV. I've told you before about what sociopaths are. That's a psychopath. Literally, at the very top of the Mount Rushmore conservative talkers right now is Tucker Carlson not Matt Gates. he's a contributor we barely see him and for him to be so narcissistic as to try and overtake him and involve Tucker Carlson in his deal, he is done, this is really interesting, he had to pen a defensive op-ed, said DC is like the mafia, well I ain't gonna work where's Donald Trump running to your rescue Matt Gates? nowhere But for every Matt Gates and Hunter Biden, I raise you a Cuomo. Speaking Where, of narcissism, where's that story <laughs> gone? Yes. Yeah, the guy who the guy who the Democrats would be president, right? I didn't realize that he was married to Robert F. Kennedy's daughter at one time, Kerry Kennedy. Yep, yep. Here, here's it, pulling uh, pulling from the uh, annals of history. This is back in 2012. This is how incredibly narcissistic, and this is why we have to get rid of these narcissists who are running New Mexico, on both sides of the aisle here in the state of New Mexico, um, in, in our Capitol, our representatives for our congressmen, all of that. Kerry Kennedy, afraid of a drugged driving condition, uh, conviction doubt, could hamper her human rights work. She's willing to plead guilty to leaving the scene of a July 2012 accident. Defense attorneys for the then 54-year-old, she's now 65, I guess, the daughter of slain Robert F. Kennedy, resurrected a previously discussed plea bargain with a Monday morning trial looming, sources told Daily News. Kennedy's lawyers argued that Governor Cuomo's ex-wife could be barred from traveling to nations including Canada, Australia, and New Zealand if found guilty of driving while on prescription medication. Kennedy's travels have taken her to more than 60 nations over the last three decades, but it was a crash in suburban North Castle near her Westchester County home that caused her legal woes. That's right. Here's the funny thing. Our defense in this case is that Carrie Kennedy did not knowingly and intentionally ingest sleeping pills. Apparently she had sleeping pills, Ambien sleeping pills, in her, in her instead, of, instead of taking her thyroid medication. Now, who buys that story? Almost nobody much like the Parmesan cheese, you'll invent these people no, no shame. They will invent any story at any time to cover up whatever bad things that they're doing. And you know what? They think you're stupid enough to believe them. They depend upon that. They depend upon your stupidity to believe whatever story they want to tell you. Matt Gates, no different. Hunter Biden, no different. Joe Biden, no different. They're all the same scum of the earth. And it's not going to change anytime soon. As long as you keep electing these types of guys. When I heard that story, when I read that story down, I was doing more stuff on Cuomo. I'm like, yeah, of course. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Remember that back in the day? Oh, yeah. People don't remember all this kind of stuff. Tomorrow we'll cover Georgia voting and MLB. Uh, we'll do uh, infrastructure. A little follow-up uh, Now on some COVID Easter stories, uh, by the way, 40% of U.S. adults now vaccinated. That's right. There you go. Good little sheep. Keep the mask on. Keep the mask on. Yeah. Uh, We covered Dr. Rochelle Walensky. We've got uh, Governor Murphy of New Jersey, former president of the Governor Association for the Democrats, uh, has extended the eligibility to 16 and over starting uh, April the 19th. And uh, did you you see the 60 Minutes piece where they edited all of Ron DeSantis's? I've I've heard about it. I will probably try to catch it. But uh, I think it was Glenn Beck's people
3: were saying this morning, if Trump doesn't run in 2024, DeSantis is looking good. And he'll win. And
2: and they have to get out early and try to trash him as much as they can on the mainstream media. CBS, that's a good point. CBS 60 Minutes alleged Florida Governor Ron DeSantis enlisted grocery chain Publix to help with coronavirus vaccine distribution because of a campaign contribution, but edited DeSantis' full response to the allegation. Publix, as you know, donated $100,000 to your campaign and then you rewarded them with exclusive rights to the vaccination in Palm Beach, a CBS reporter said at a press conference for the governor in Orlando. DeSantis said the reporter peddled a fake narrative when she alleged that he engaged in a pay-for-play scheme. However, 60 Minutes submitted a key section of DeSantis' response, in which he states that the first pharmacies to take charge of vaccine distribution were CVS and Walgreens and were initially tasked with vaccinating residents of long-term care facilities. DeSantis said in the January, in January, the state wanted to expand distribution sites and contracted other large chains with pharmacies. pharmacies. <clears throat> Excuse me. You had the co- counties, you had some of the drive-thru sites, you had the hospitals that were doing a lot. We wanted to get it in the communities even more, so we reached out to the other retail pharmacies, Publix, Walmart, obviously CVS, and Walgreens had had to finish that mission, and we said we're going to use you as soon as we're done with that. DeSantis has grown in popularity among GOP voters who view the governor as a presidential candidate for 2024. Particularly the governor has touted his state's refusal to close schools and businesses in the fall of 2020 as part of the response to the coronavirus pandemic decisions were that were popular among Republicans. For his death rate and newly daily coronavirus cases per 100,000 people have been roughly average among U.S. states throughout the pandemic. So, there you go. So yeah, so we'll hit tomorrow. Infrastructure. uh, We'll do a little bit more on our five o'clock hour on uh, Hunter Biden. We've got a lot of other uh, stuff uh, as well. For some reason, they hit Elisa Martinez in Santa Fe, New Mexican, out of nowhere. This Milan Simonich, he's a piece of work. Boy, he is really a piece of work. Mm -hmm. Um, We talked a little bit earlier. APD investigating a death at the park in uh, in foothills. Um, I got to get to this later on in the week. Jolene Gutierrez Kruger. This uh, Gurley Chu Hassan coughed. Trying to make all conspiracy theorists uh, basically wife murderers. Oh, yeah, okay. you've got to look at this thing, and it's coming uh, out of a. Um, I need hazard pay if I'm going to have to read Joe. <laughs> you don't you know. have to read it. I'm just. It's, uh,
3: <laughs> no, you got to follow the enemy. Always. Follow yeah. the enemy. Uh she's. As a general uh, rule, I read far more left stuff than than conservative and libertarian because mm-hmm. you got to track the enemy. And you know, I, I know what we believe.
2: Uh, Speaking of more uh, people out of touch, Kris Jenner on her dream dinner with Robert Kardashian and Jesus. Picked that up out of Apple News. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I want to read that. Uh, Supreme Court dismissing a case on Trump blocking Twitter followers as moot. Yeah, that's right, because he's not on Twitter anymore, so it doesn't matter. Billionaire philanthropists to get 5% of their annual wealth to charities as part of their campaign with Global Citizens. And why Tesla stock could be worth $1,300. What is Tesla stock right now? Ooh, I'll give you... I'll check on... That's going to make... what is that going to make Elon Musk? Uh, a trillionaire? Uh, he'll get there before Jeffrey. Uh, hmm. No doubt in my mind.
14: Okay.
2: <clears throat> Tesla right. Inc. is at
3: $691.05.
2: So he could be, a 400, 400, he could be worth $450, $500 Half, billion. Halfway there. Half <laughs> wow. Uh, what was the name of the cop show Dad was talking about? Uh, cop show, cop show.
3: Uh, it's an online channel. It, it's on the website uh, bit. C-H-U-T-E dot com It's it's a version of YouTube that actually believes in the First Amendment uh, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E And you can just search for the (laughs) channel Because every time I say it I get in trouble Yes, it's called Bitshoot The the channel, if you search for it on the top It's Think Like a Cop And so he's basically cutting up the witness I mean, he's not editing it, he's not 60 Minutes But he'll do his commentary and and play the most important witnesses on the trial It's really worth uh, spending some time if you want to follow that uh, Eddie, please play the Canadian
2: priest Encounter again. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> can, can, we can we do it for, for three hours Don't speed through. Uh, thank you, Eddie, for saying. Get out! <laughs> uh, Eddie, win or lose, cities will burn, and Democrats will cheer them on. Exactly right. They love, that. true. They love true. destruction. Everything the government tells us to do, we need to do the opposite. Yeah, probably. That's, probably, that's a good rule of thumb. Wow, did you just get Murder Mike a new Mike? We could actually hear him today, Dwight. I suggest you watch the monologue of last night's next revolution. I made my 15-year-old daughter watch it with me. It's about the beginning of Wokeness. Is that Steve? Yeah, that's Steve. On, uh, I'm not watching Fox right now, i got to tell you. Uh, Eddie, did your diamond and silk wannabes turn on you? Uh, no, they didn't. I, didn't. I didn't give them a show back, so they had to go find something somewhere else.
11: Marijuana!
2: Hey, Eddie, someone dropped a sack of potatoes in an elementary school playground. Oh, wait, it's our governor's looking lumpier <laughs> than ever. A <laughs> Paul and Rancho said, it almost looks like she's handcuffed. Great show today. Yeah, church. Like wow, really. Walk away from the church? A true Catholic never could. Oh wow! What about your church walking away from you? Exactly. There's still some great priests out there. Not cool to denigrate the whole church. Shout out to Saint Anne's in the South Valley. What's up? Whatever you want to say. I don't really care if you demonize me. That's my that's my opinion. What did Reagan used to say? I
3: didn't leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left me. There you
2: go. Catholic Church is a for-profit business. Boycotting the church, not boycotting being a Catholic. No money will only teach them. Exactly. Thank you. See, there you go. I got I got my other guys in there. Some people are able to think on multiple levels. Uh, they're Kiva. They're Kiva listeners. I'm always uh, full of resentment when I go to Mass and sit on the plastic-covered pew and ropes cutting off most of the seating. Joe Biden is a heretic and no Catholic. Wicked Western must resign. And now a Vancouver restaurant is telling the COVID Nazis to get out. Restaurant patrons chant, get out, at officials issuing COVID-19 closure orders. It's catching on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Catholic Church has been led astray before and again. The current Pope equates paying taxes to charity. Oh. I cannot pay taxes with a cheerful heart. Oh, Wow. Good one. Optimus segment. Yes, more please. You guys love that. That's good. Eddie, I try to live the Optimus creed and memorize it. That's why I love your show. You're so positive and clear in your thinking. Thank you, Anne. Eddie, you've probably seen this. Cease and desist all COVID-19 vaccine. I'll read that. It's very long. Uh, Rochelle Walensky, CDC director, might have been trying to win an Academy Award for her crying performance. Yes. Putting for us in year two a hang on due to her fourth wave coming, her prize. Maybe she was hoping for a higher salary like Fauci, who now earns four hundred thirty five K annually more than what a President's salary is. His medical guidance could be called out as waste for an abuse of our tax dollars, as by more Congressman Major e. Teller Green. Since everything is COVID, there wasn't a flu season, how is it an epidemic when there is ninety percent recovery rate in the oh, risk mm-hmm. population? And Eddie, how can I contact out? I come across some interesting items from time to time I'd like to pass on. Thanks, T V. You could just text me directly, I'll give you his yeah. No Next one. Let's do uh, ten questions in one minute. Oh, my God. Rapido. Are we really going to go that fast? All right. Well, we go. Yeah, two minutes. Go ahead. Okay. Um,
3: am I on the right day? Mm, <clears throat> I'm on the right day. Is it uh, me? Is we, this me? We just we just celebrated uh, the founding of Microsoft a couple days ago. What would Albuquerque be like today had Bill Gates and Paul Allen kept Microsoft in the Duke City?
2: More prosperous, for sure. I don't know. I don't know what else I can say about that.
3: Uh, in light of the All-Star Game decision, will mm-hmm. you boycott Major League Baseball?
2: I uh, haven't been to a game since 2001, since the Diamondbacks won the World Series over the Yankees. My father, three-sport athlete,
3: baseball guy, is not watching baseball anymore, and I'm sure he's not alone.
2: Uh, the polling
3: shows that there is a large amount of concern over the national debt. If the polling indicates widespread worries about the national debt, why is nothing ever done about the national debt?
2: Because a politician can't run on something so negative as the national debt, $30 trillion plus. Okay. That's why they won't do anything about it, because they have to contribute to that to bring more pork to their district.
3: Uh, what is your favorite Easter tradition in this day after Easter?
2: Um, I don't really have a tradition. What? Yeah, I can't think of one. I mean, other than, uh, you know, watching kids get Easter eggs.
3: Yeah, yeah. I remember remember those days. Uh, Will you consider, consider, just consider voting for the Libertarian Party candidate in the first congressional district special election? I will
2: not be voting for Mark Moores. I will be voting for none of the above and maybe might vote for a Libertarian candidate. Most definitely, because Mark Moores is not a Republican. Mm. I well, voted for the ETA. Uh, received thirty-six thousand dollars plus from the pot lobby. Uh, and
3: finally, uh, with the obvious exception of Deb Holland, is Pete Buttigieg the least impressive member of <laughs> Joe Biden's cabinet? Uh, <laughs>
2: he said, "Member." <laughs> Hope you got that. Did I you mean, get that? Uh, yeah. Alright, just want to make I'm sure. A, yeah, on a... <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> he said Buddha <Buttigieg. laughs> judge. All right, see you tomorrow bright and early, four PM. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Stay tuned. Bill O'Reilly, isn't it? 1,800.